welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. We are having some technical difficulties tonight, so if... um, You can't hear me real well. I apologize for that. We are working on some issues here. Uh, Hopefully, we can get it resolved. We will see, but hopefully, hopefully you can hear me clear enough tonight. All right, so let's get started. First of all, I'd like to let you know, if you want to call in and read tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. If you'd like to call in and read, we um, have some announcements to get through prior to starting on our phone line. So let's get right to that. I want to uh, let you know that. Wait a minute, one second, one second. Hold on. This is my hold music. La da 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 da. Okay, that was our whole music. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully you can still hear me. Okay, anyway, so yeah, some things to go over. I want to let you know that we are doing, we are in the midst of putting some things together for National Poetry Month. One of the things that we have going is a, a drawing if you write to the prompt, so get your pens and paper, papers ready. We'll be giving those out and the uh, information on how to get involved in the drawing in just a moment. I want to make sure that we take a moment and thank our sponsors, the show sponsors, those of you who stepped up to the plate in 2022 and helped cover our broadcasting license. Those sponsors are Heron Depth Rider DeWitt, Melvin Douglas Johnson, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Vicki Aqua, Debbie Kelly, Annie Tillery Waldo, Timothy Melton, Kevin Kraft, Alana Morris, Ronald P. Bremner, Jade Mist, Todd Carter, Paula Sweet, Laura Binder, Glenn Combs, Trina Pierce, And I also want to thank those of you who made donations in the memories of John Music Menkes, our Appalachian poet, Philip Kent Church, Ray Neighbors, Glenn Still, Charles C.B. Banks, Cherry Rose, King's Cadence, and Rick Smith II. We are all right in the middle of our 2023 broadcasting license fundraiser. So if you are interested in Helping sponsor the show, you can go over onto my Facebook page. If you're not on my contacts list, you can find me under Nyla, first name Nyla, N-Y-L-A, dot Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A, first name Nyla, last name Alicia. Shoot me a message. Um, We've got the fundraiser posted on my page. It's being uh, hosted on GoFundMe this year, so I think that you can do a search under GoFundMe and find the fundraiser on there. Or you can 
get the link off the top of my Facebook page. You can also make donations in on uh, the show's PayPal account, Venmo, and Cash App. We have those set up for the show, too. So if you'd like to sponsor the show, we would really appreciate it. We've been on the air 16 years with you guys now, and we hope to make sure that it stays 17. We are about halfway to our, a little over halfway uh, to our goal. So I want to thank all of you who have stepped up and helped sponsor the show so far this year. Appreciate you guys so much and everybody that helps sponsor the show in their own way. Just you guys make this an amazing place and I love you and thank you for making this such a cool thing to be doing all these years. Because trust me, I wouldn't hang out with you guys if this wasn't fun, you know? I must love you a lot, right, to, to be here every week. And you guys love all of us so much that you're here every week. Oh, my God, group hug. Okay. Anyway, so there's our sponsors. <laughs> As I mentioned earlier, it is time to get your papers and pencils and pens and quills and journals or whatever it is you're going to be using because it is now time for... Inspiration from the inkwell. <laughs> Did it sound dramatic enough? So have your paper pencils ready. We're going to get through this stuff. I am pulling it up now as I am also trying to work with the sound issues and talk and shoot them and eat a donut and I don't have no donut. I'm just mad I don't have any donut. That sucks. Okay. I think I think we got it now. Just bear with me, you guys. We don't always do it pretty here, but we always do it, right? That's just the way it's done. Oh, gosh. Okay. All right. So anyway, inspiration from the inkwell. First one we're going to do, as I mentioned, we are doing a contest for National Poetry Month with the show. And if you participate in the activity, it enters your name into a prize drawing. So it's not a contest. I I don't judge. I don't want to judge people against each other because you're all are different. So, you know, how can you do that? Apples and oranges. None of you are the same. So I guess I don't believe in that. I don't do that. So it's a drawing. It's a participation, get your name in a hat drawing. And what we're going to do is, as I give you the prompts in just a moment, anyone who writes a poem to any of these prompts and post it on my Facebook page, then you get your name entered into the drawing one time. If you bring the poem that you write off of one of these prompts to the show and read it live, you get your name put into the drawing two times, which means if you post it on my page and then come that week and read it on the show, you get your name entered into the drawing three times. Counts for each prompt. So if you wrote one to the first prompt and the sixth prompt and the eleventh prompt and you did all that, the more of them you write to, even if it's a haiku, you guys, but the more of them you write to, the more times your name gets into the drawing. All right. So if you have any questions on that, let me know. I will be posting these prompts on my Facebook page after the show is over. So if you don't get them all, do not panic. You can... Come back after the show's over, listen to the archives and get them from there, or you can jump onto my Facebook page and grab them off the post. I will be putting up. 
So let's go ahead and start with number one. Number one is Voodoo Row. Row like a, you know, a row of trees or something. Voodoo, or buildings or whatever. Anyway, Voodoo Row. Two, Prophecy Thorns. Prophecy of Thorns. Three, One of the Unburied Dead. One of the Unburied Dead. Four, Twilight Illusion. Twilight Illusion. Number five, Painting Her Face. Painting Her Face. Number six, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Number seven, These Shackles I've Made. I've Made. Number eight, Crack in the Silence. Crack in the Silence. Number nine, There Are No Secrets. There are no secrets. Ten, the ghost of summer solstice. The ghost of summer solstice. Eleven, I knew I'd be back. I knew I'd be back. Twelve, the witch light in a jar. Locked in a jar. And fourteen, shadows become creatures to tame. Shadows become creatures to tame. All right, so that's the 14 prompts. Remember, you can write one poem per prompt. You can mix and match the prompts, or you can use, be real froggy and use all the lines in one poem. Entirely up to you. If you lose, use all the lines in one poem, you get your name in the drawing and extra time for doing that. Okay. So I've kind of, normally I don't weave them so closely when I put your prompts together, making it a little more difficult to use all the lines in one poem. You have to get real creative to do that. But for the month of March, I am going to be making them a little tighter bound, more of a, a little bit easier for you to put them together in a theme, no matter which way you want to take them. So, you know, have fun with those. They, it's fun putting them together. Before you sit down and write to those, though, you want to make sure that you do your pick-a-part-of-prompt writing exercise for the week. And this exercise teaches you to dig deeper into a prompt to find the things hiding inside of it, to write for the surprising things, the things that are normally hidden, push those things out of the shadows, to get past the knee-jerk reaction that you normally have when you're inspired by something and you think of it and instantly your brain pulls up an idea and you grab your pen and you're off and running with it thinking, oh, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. But that's just, that's just your brain's muscle memory, like a computer pulling up the thing you search the most. So look, but look behind those, inside those, in between those things and find the unique. What I want you to do for this is I want you to take a clean page in your journal and at the top, write down number one. Number one is booty row. You don't need to do this right now, but when you sit down to do this, <laughs> you would write down number one, booty row. And then underneath that, I want you to write at least six different ideas for poems you could write to that prompt. 
So normally you think of that prompt and you sit down and you write a poem to it. I don't want you to write a poem to it yet. I want you to tell me at least six different ideas you could write to that one prompt. And then do number two, number three, all the way down till you have at least six different ideas for poems for each of the 14 prompts. Now, I 100% promise you that if you do this, you will be 10 times the writer you are now. I don't care how good you think you are. And I guarantee you as well that you will not get through this entire exercise without something grabbing a hold of you. And you're going to be off and running. And when you're done writing it, you're going to sit back and look at that and think, dang, Nyla was right. I'm always right, folks. Remember that. Well, most of the time. Except for the times I'm not. All right. So we are going to do your... Writer's block is just an urban legend mythbuster writing assignment. Who writes these things? Writer's block is just an urban legend mythbuster writing assignment. So writer's block does not exist. It's not a real thing. If you can pick up a pen and write something, then you don't have writer's block. If you can pick up a pen and write blah, 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 then you are therefore doing the act of writing and therefore there's no such thing as writer's block. What there is is the high-pressure expectations we put on ourselves as writers. Because let's face it, you guys, out of all of the different arts in this world, the creative outlets in the world, poets are a little bit flamboyantly or broodingly um, What's the word I want to use? I totally just lost the word I was going to use. Pretentious? Or, no, that's not right. Anyway, we think that, you know, we go, whatever the word it was I was thinking, but I'll just get back on track or we'll totally lose it. So pressure that you put on yourself when you sit down to write, thinking you, every single time you have to write a poem. You know, you have, you have to write a poem because I'm a poet. And that's not true. I think that out of all the different art forms, sometimes writers especially forget to just have fun. I mean, someone who paints, they can grab crayons and write on the walls. You know, somebody that writes music and they're not in front of their piano, they can hum. You know, somebody who's a sculptor, if they're not in front of their clay, they can pull the bubblegum out of their mouth, Right? So there's different ways to have fun with your craft to remind you that that it isn't all seriousness. So every time you sit down and write, it's the act of writing that helps you, not what you sit down to write. So when you find yourself at the desk and you can't think of anything to write about, just do something silly. Do something different. Pull up one of the shows from our archives and listen to the first 15 minutes. You'll find an idea to write about. Go to your list of prompts I give you every week. Write a letter. Imagine how shocked somebody would be if you wrote them a letter and sent it to them in the mail. Nope. Okay, we're changing this. So that's going to be, I'm, I'm crossing out this week's assignment I was going to give you. And instead, your writer's block is just an urban legend. Mythbuster writing assignment is to write a letter. 
a real letter with a paper and pencil in an envelope with a stamp, and I want you to mail it to somebody. There we go, on the fly. See how smooth that was? All right, I'm going to bypass all that because I'm not doing that. I'm grabbing my notes real quick because I don't want to get lost in all this stuff that I'm rambling. If I don't do what I'm supposed to do, then I, then I don't know where I am. So once again, you guys, I am going to run through this week's prompts. Um, remember, again, if you missed any, come back after the show and listen to the podcast. Or you can go onto my page and pull them off of there because I'll be posting them shortly after the show. Once again, one, Voodoo Row. Two, Prophecy of Thorns. Three, One of the Unburied Dead. Four, Twilight Illusion. Five, Painting Her Face. Six, Ghost Rider. Seven, These Shackles I've Made. Eight, Crack in the Silence. Nine, Are No Secrets. Ten, The Ghost of Summer Solstice. Eleven, I knew I'd be back. 12. The Witch Light. 13. Locked in a Jar. And 14. Shadows Become Creatures to Tame. So those are your 14 prompts you'll be using for writing for your writer's prompt exercise and for the contest that we are doing this month. Remember, Write a poem, post it on my page, your name gets put in drawing once. Write a poem, post it on my page, and read it on the show, it gets put in there three times. If you just read it on the show, it's only twice. So, and you can do that. Think how many times you could get your name in the drawing if you wrote a haiku to 14, these 14 prompts. I'm not going to do that, but it's a lot. So, yeah, and the prizes are awesome. Poor Rich has no idea what, how awesome they are yet, but he's working on it. <laughs> I just feel so horrible. All right, so there you have it, you guys. That's your inspiration from the Inkwell <laughs> workshop for today. Remember that as food for our creative souls, we are focusing on reading, 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 reading. If you are not reading more than you are writing, you are doing it backwards. You need to have input in order to have output. Feed your brains. You are what you eat. Your brains as well. The next thing that we're working on is every single day, and this is also part of the the full writer's block. It's just an urban legend writer's workshop that I do. But as our writer's discipline, I want you to every day go out and write a haiku poem. Haiku, three lines, five, seven, five syllable count on those lines. But every day when you get up and you go out and you face the world, I want you to find your 17 syllables. That's it. I call it your writer's discipline because making a habit of doing something, it does take discipline. But if you do something for 21 days in a row, you know, that's how long it takes for your brain to develop it into a habit. That's how long it takes your muscle memory to learn. 21 days. So every day, go out and write a haiku poem. One that's going to feed your muse. Two, it's going to make you pay attention to the world around you where maybe you're rushing, rushing, rushing. And don't stop long enough to look at those things that inspire you. You're going to be writing every day. There's no writer's block. It's going to 
It's going to oil the wheels to make them run smoother when you do sit down to write all that good stuff, whatever you can think of. You can fill in all the blanks from there. But it's important. When you write these down, even if the syllable count isn't perfect, don't panic, don't stress. You can always go back and clean them up later. The most important thing I want you to remember is to write them down when you think of it. Don't wait. Write it down. Because I can't tell you how many times that I, and I've heard other writers say as well, how I'll think of something, and if I don't write it down that instant, even if I'm trying to repeat it to myself over and over and over and again in my head as I'm trying to find a pen, then I forget. And it makes me mad because I know it's the most profound thing that I've ever thought in my life, and it was going to change the whole world, and it's gone. So always have that pen and paper. Always write it down when you think of it. Imagine if you were to do this for the entire year. At the end of the year, you'd have so many haiku poems to pick through, and you'd have a haiku book ready to be published, one bite at a time. So out of all the other things you're doing, you can have, for the year, you can make your project a haiku book. And it's as simple as writing down 17 syllables every day. All right, guys, that's it. That's it for this week's edition of Inspiration from the Inkwell. Remember, if you missed anything, go back after the show. Listen to the beginning of the podcast. We are going to play an audio track now. We always start and end every episode with pretentious. No, you don't feel attacked. We are. I, I was reading the chat, and Rich is upset about my pretentiousness. And that's not exactly the word I want to use. It's, I don't even know. We're, hoity's not the right word. It's more of a demurely hoity. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it, but we are. You know, we, we, we sit at a desk with our pen in our hand, you know, waiting for our muse to come jump on our shoulder and we write these profound things and, and we forget it's okay to play. I said that earlier, but it's true. Every time you sit down, you do not have to write a poem. Just write something. You will be a better writer because of it. All right. Anyway, now we're going to do the recording. <laughs> the track that I picked out to play tonight is by Jimmy, Word Machinist, and it's the Ballad of Desmond and Fat Frankie. Here we go. It all started with that damn photograph. Why was Julep carrying around that dog-eared thing? Front shirt pocket like some kind of keepsake. Then the church bell rang, and Desmond flew out of the back of that van. I just knew something was awry, especially after he'd been missing for over three weeks now. <laughs> Johnny blew an orange crush bottle to bits with his drunk daddy's 45. Kicked damn near flipped him on his back like a Taiwanese forest turtle. All shell and no muscle. And he knew he had to hustle to keep Fat Frankie and the McKenzie boys off in his back. Out the orchards, Molly Huckleby was showing Jimmy T her basket full of goodies. Said she ain't never showed him to no boy. So how come in an hour's time he got her back flat and plowing the front 40? Crabgrass tickling her toes and sweaty Jimmy T fulfilling her current desire. 
Desmond was now mute. Ain't no one get that boy to tell about that van ride and the horrors therein. And he moved like it took effort, like he was walking in molasses. Much too sluggish for a boy of twelve. His face wore a pain that cut like a butcher knife on a misplaced finger. Johnny and me took that gun out to the orchard behind old Jasper's barn, just as Molly was moaning about how big something was. We didn't quite understand until we called out. They stumbled sheepishly from a copse of trees with quickly added clothes and guilty grins. The Mackenzie boys encircled the grove and fat Frankie waited ogre-like in the trees. We devoured crisp apples and the juices spurting orgasmic-like with each deafening bite. Johnny twirling that pistol on his finger, Jimmy twirling a lock of Molly's blonde hair. Broken tree branch, twig snap, startled break. Frankie and the boys had to drop on us. Desmond had hated the way Fat Frankie tormented and chased him all around the scrubland. A dumpster toss here, a toilet shampoo there. He had taken that photo of Frankie candidly, handed it to Julep and said, Someday. That bully's face looked meaner than normal in that pic. Sour egg yellow eyes and a chipped gold tooth. Thing is, after Desmond disappeared, that picture, dog-eared from us pawing it, started to change like the color washing out. By the time he returned from abduction hell, the photo had become a real mystery. Frankie, who had started to fade slowly from the picture, simply vanished, leaving only the background. Who could have foreseen Desmond, julep somewhere calling, hiding in the shadows of a tree stand, and with an archery bow, no less? The biggest surprise, however, was yet to come, the swiftness and the zing of that fired arrow as fat Frankie started toward his girl Molly and the maximum carnage that ensued. Never knew a head contained that much gore. Gunshot! Desmond lifted and launched back into the tree, his chest now an exploding cavity of bloody terror. Cal McKenzie had gotten a hold of Johnny's gun. In shock over the brutality and blood, the McKenzie brothers fled. Never escaped the dreams, though. My only thought as I stood there, wet with blood, brains, and bone. Two kids were dead. Ain't no way to change that. And for what? For what? Absolutely, absolutely incredible piece by Mr. Jimmy, word machinist, Davis. (laughs) All right, guys. It is time for my favorite part of the show, which is you guys. So I get to shut up and hear some amazing poetry. Once again, the number, if you'd like to call in tonight, is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. If you are on hold, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the order that you call in such as 567, surprise, surprise, is our first caller tonight. Listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, please make sure that you introduce yourself. It's really important important that people know who's reading or that your name is attached to your work. 
Right now, you can read two normal poems or one long poem. Our lines are kind of busy tonight, and they just pick up as the evening goes on. So yeah, two normal ones or one long one right now. If it changes and I have to switch you to reading just one poem, if that happens on your turn, I am so sorry, but right now you're good. Put two normal ones. When you're done reading, make sure that you give out your URL. It's really important that people know how to come find you and to get to know you and your work better. And then please remember that we have a mature rating on this show, so that means you are bound to hear just about anything on here, with the exception of hardcore erotica. No bumpy body parts, no tab A in the slot B. Other than that, you are good to go. So I am going to go ahead and give you the first three callers and that way you can kind of have a heads up where you are in the lineup, and I will keep updating that as the show goes on. So our first caller, as I said, 567, followed by 731, and then 702. Let's go ahead and grab 567, Mr. Pineapple 16, you are on the air. Hello, everyone. Yes, this is Pineapple 16. How are, How are you, you tonight? Oh, I'm I'm good. Um, Veronica, uh, she she followed your assignment. Uh, she that you gave her last week. She had her mm-hmm. poem written within 20 hours. Um, she was going to share it tonight, but she's not feeling well, and uh-huh. um, so. Perhaps another time she will share it, but um, she wrote it in Spanish and then ran it through Google Translator and um, allowed me to read it, and I love it, but um, she was a little nervous about it. It's hard because Google doesn't translate things well. Yeah. Some, some, sometimes think, it's worse than others. Spanish, because there's, there's a lot of things in Spanish that you can't translate literally into English. You can, you know, the, yeah. the concept, but the words, word for words, they don't, you, you know, it's hard to do that. Yeah, and I had trouble going the other direction when I wrote that poem about my trek to Machu Picchu uh-huh. since most of that continent speaks Spanish, I thought, oh, it it would be appropriate if I translate my poem into Spanish. And I I did about half of it. I never even finished doing it. But it was annoying me just because, well, part of it was because I was trying to rhyme. And, you know, I could change some of the words even make it rhyme in Spanish but it just because of the syntax being so different it just it it doesn't work with Latin languages (laughs) I had a poem published one time and there was a line in it it was with a international anthology so they translated it into different languages and the the line in the poem said uh, I'm not here to drink the wine and when reading the uh, translation in French, it said, I'm not here to eat grapes. <laughs> right? Pretty Funny. wild. Well, see, and just like 
um, a slight example of a difference between English and another language. We have the word squash and we have the word gourd, but in German, there's only one word. There, yeah. That one word means, you know, what we would call a gourd and what we would call a squash, they use the same word to describe both of those items. So there's there's all kinds of crazy things about different languages like that. So what are you bringing today? Well, what I have, I'm going to do two of my license plate poems. I'm going to do okay. number five. License plate poem number five. I was trying to get Veronica to do license plate poem number four with me because that's a dialogue that's that was written as a dialogue poem, that a discussion between two people. But since she's not feeling well, um, I'm going to do license plate poem number five, which uses, I used 77 license plates to get the words for this poem. Now, for those Every of you single, who have not yeah. heard Pineapple 16 read his license plate poems before, they are entirely made up of what he has read off of a license plate. No added words whatsoever. No moving the words around, no changing them. Word for word, everything on here was read on a license plate and written down. Exactly. Yeah, in the same order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like you said. Yes. And so um, I'm from Ohio, and so most of the license plates pictures of are Ohio license plates. But um, these these poems contain usually license plates from about 10 different states. Um, But so here is number five. My, oh my, oh my gosh, oh my stars, oh I wish. Oh yeah, hey, hey, why you salty one more fish? Duck a swan lake, glow worm, take flight. Big ugly monster coming up, avoid great white. Ladybug, lightning bug, bug a bee, bugs bunny, cows for you, boo moo, I'm bugging too, oh honey. Road runner, red bird, queen bee, one big bee, whirly bird, killer bee, yellow bird, bumblebee, hummingbird, honey bee, birds and bees. Go hawks, great bird, one falcon, one dove, I'll checker three trees. Bird dog, water dog, black dog, rubber dog, dog, top dog, chili dog, hedgehog. Swamp fox, pine box, luck box, Fort Knox. Hot rod six, hot picks, fixin' bones, fix your cat. Max toy, cat's toy, big toys, lab rat. Old pony, gold finch, ice cold, sold grinch. Tag you out, rung out, drop out, bugged out, dine out, vegged out, cutting out, blacked out. And that's the end of license play poem number five. <laughs> I love it. And next and one. Yeah, this other one, license play poem number seven. Um, I'm not going to do number six today. Number seven. Uh, it's called Get the Fun, and it uses 76 license plates. 
Okay. Fun bug one, one for fun, free to run, just run, just too fun, such fun. Sun love, I love sun, good fun, really fun, too, too fun, here I am, fun for you. Good times, great times, great fun too, all for you, boo moo, doctor who, voodoo blue, blue jacket, blue jack, be black, one step back, holler back. Back to BG, Bugabee, Honeybee, Sweet GT, Sweet P, Sweet Tooth, Sweet Thing, Lightning, Big King, Bada Bing, Sweetness, Bittersweet, So Wheat, Get Meat, Get You Fit, Little Bit, Lifting It, Move It, Loving It, Perfect Fit, For Show With It, Got Ink, Ink In It, Got Tree, Three trees, key breeze, monkeys, squeeze, little breeze. Got salt, no salt. Got mud, loves mud. Get it good, you would. Got ride, she ride, high tide, lakeside, roll tide, cyanide. Brap, excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me. Myself, I like to fly. Sky for me, mellowy, joyful bee, poetry, and number seven. <laughs> how fun, I mean, how fun that must be. Well, and now I have 4,000 pictures of license plates, which the 4,000 plates, that's like 10,000 words now that I have to play with. If you ever do a psyche goes. valve, don't mention this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be actually We'll keep this between us where we understand. Yeah. And I will post I the links to the, to the videos for those on your page. So... Or people can just go right to YouTube. That's where my stuff is. Uh, YouTube, Pineapple16. And that 16 is spelled X-V-I. It's the Roman numeral. And there's also stuff on Facebook. And iTunes. And Spotify. Are you done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I kept I almost kept interrupting. He's like, I'm not saying a word until he says end links. <laughs> oh right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I need to do that, yeah. <laughs> In your videos you uh you flash through the license plate pictures, right? Yeah, I I time yes, yeah, you see the actual license plates in my license plate poem videos and I also add certain effects to them like um, they they move around or some of them like where I mentioned the word blue uh, I tint the license plate blue or there's another poem where I mentioned green well then I make I tint it green so I like to add the different effects. And there's one, um, 
think it was license plate poem number four, um, where I say high five. And I actually doubled up. I put two images of the license plate and they moved together as if they were giving each other a high five. Like, oh, that's too two funny. Hands. You guys seriously need to check out these videos because if you doubt that, that they're 100% made up of the license plate, I mean, it, it, it's pretty fascinating to, to follow along. I mean, it's just it's amazing fun. The really cool thing with those. So thank you. Yeah, and I've, made, I've made nine so far. Um, I've, I've written ten poems so far, but number ten... Um, I'm not done with the video yet. It's the longest one, and um, it uses over 100 license plates, like like roughly 130 license plates. Um, wow! But I'm 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 having having um, complications with the audio part of it. But um, but yeah, I love editing and getting all those minutia of details with the timing and the special effects of having the license plates um, kind of be choreographed to match the dialogue. Very cool. Make sure you guys jump over on my page after the show or and check those out and, and watch along. It's really cool. It's really fun. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much for sharing them. I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks a lot. And so um, next week, I'm not sure. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, the weather is going to be high 70s. I will definitely. I only had one ice cream customer today, but um, next week I'm going to be very busy selling ice cream because it's going to be awesome weather here. You so, can call we'll in can, and read yeah, a haiku. From the from the ice cream truck. Yes, I might be able to do that, so we'll see. Okay. But I know <laughs> I know for sure that Veronica won't be with me. So um, yeah, I wish she could have done that tonight because she was here and I'm here. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Tell her we hope she feels better, and when she's you know when she's better and when she's ready to read it, we're waiting for. Yeah, I'll let her know. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Yep, thanks a lot. Talk to you later. (laughs) Talk to you later. Our next caller, in the land of cherry blossom dogwood, lilacs, and fireflies, comes area code 731. You are on the air. Hello to you, who obviously lives in the land of dandelions. That's probably true. I have a poem here. You you did a uh, you did a picture of uh, a dandelion behind a cyclone fence in the year 2010. You captioned it. Mm-hmm. You can't cage hope. Does that ring a bell? I know exactly which photograph you're talking about. That's one I took. Mm-hmm. Am I? Uh, mm-hmm. Our close friend, Dahlia Ramon, wrote a poem to your picture, and we featured it on our Spirit Wild Chronicles, and I have the poem in my hand. So I will now read. I would read. love to hear it. 
I'm going to read it. Here we go. This is uh, the name of the title is Perseverance by Dahlia Ramon. Perseverance. Can't stop it from coming through, though you choose not to accept it. Armor made of chain-link fences tries to shut out the other side. Stronger than steel, love finds a way. You can't stop it from coming through. With silent grace, it stands alone. Its presence speaks a thousand words. Walls and fences, merely barricades, they are defenseless against truth. You can't stop it from coming through. Brush your cheek against its pureness. With whispered softness pushing through, love does not know how to turn back. Ignore what's on the other side. You can't stop it from coming through. End poem. Incredible. Wow. That was so awesome, Michael. Glad you like it. That was. Yeah, 13 years ago. Jeez, Willis. We've been together a long time. Yeah, a lot longer than that. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. Now I'm going to read you a song. Okay. I got a song. I wrote this 10 years ago. I'm trying to dig up my song lyrics. I met a singer, and I'm trying to get her interested in my music. She's a great country singer. She's awesome. Actually, she's Americana named Margot Price. Takes up a lot of my time right now listening to her stuff. It's fun. Anyway, the name of my song is called If It's All the Same to You. Okay, here we go. It's All the Same to You by Michael Todd. Prologue. Getting ready for what I know is a rumble. Getting even is all I have on my mind. Getting ahead of the game, no ways humble. Getting myself to a place yet undefined. Verses 1 and 2. Rules of engagement call for thanks in advance, or excuse me, apologies I might render. Unspoken rage as to who took the biggest chance. Blows delivered, no return address from sender. Feel free to strike me deaf, dumb, and blind, or if you wish, slap me naked and hide my clothes. Don't hold back or try to keep it confined. In a fight like this, the best highs are low blows. Chorus. Losing my touch, fear I might be losing my mind. I don't trust me at all, and I fear I will find when it all shakes out and settles into dust, your vaunted shove has progressed to a meager push. Will to win has me off my game, somewhat addled. What's blowing me off this fence I've straddled? Not an ill wind, real or imagined, to adjust to. It is apparent one of us, or both, is through. Verses 3 and 4. At a place, I either have too much time on my hands or too many hands on my time hindering my focus. You should have seen this coming. Who else understands all my ills and whims and feels free to discuss? Evidence undeniable going to lead us to depression. Ostensibly, no eye contact. Your gaze holds no power. 
Is this what it feels like to slide into regression? Is this a working definition of the famous final hour? Chorus, losing my touch, fear I might be losing my mind. I don't trust me at all, and I fear I will find when it all shakes out and settles in dust, your vaunted shoves regress to a meager push. Will the wind has me off my game, somewhat addled? What's blowing me off this fence I've straddled? Not an ill wind, real or imagined to adjust to. It is apparent one of us or both is through. Epilogue. The best response to I'm sorry is me too. In the real world, I suppose that is too much to ask. Wedges driven over time, ignored, tend to accrue. Karma's a bitch, and she will take you to task. In peace. Hmm. I love that. I can see that being sung. I don't know what style you're you're thinking of, but I can. Do you know Lorena McKennett when she does like The Highwayman or Soul and Child? Yeah. You know that it's. I I can really hear that in that style, like Lorena McKennett. I have written extensively about Marina McKin or L- Lorena McKinnett. I have. Mm-hmm. She was a big part in the, one of the biggest successful poems I've ever written. Boy, it was a downer too. She's Canadian, by the way. She is not. I know that, eh? She's not. <laughs> she's not European. Here's our favorite Celtic singer. No, she ain't. She's pulling your leg. Mm-hmm. So there. But you know. The the Nords the they were the first ones to land over there, so probably a descendant of them. Even though it's not Irish, right. but you know they it, it got also mixed up. Just you know the okay the green people. Do you know what's really cool? Speaking about, I have to yeah. tell somebody. You want to hear something really cool? Yes. My my grandfather came over here from Ireland. My father was first born American. I am second-born generation. And because of that, my son is taking me to Ireland, and I get to go in and talk to these people. And all I have to do is show my birth certificate and the papers, and I get dual citizenship. So I'll have dual citizenship between the United States and Ireland because I'm second-generation-born. Third, you can't do that, but first and second, you can. Isn't that cool? I think it's really wonderful. I'm extremely Irish, too. Let me ask you a question. It's a riddle. You mm-hmm. ready? Mm-hmm. Why do the Irish only fight with the Irish? Answer, there are no other worthy opponents. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that is that is incredible. I'm going to have to remember that one. By the way, uh, Dahlia, this poem I read you first, mm-hmm. she makes regular trips to Scotland. She and, she, and her, she and her sister know a lot of people on a first-name basis over there. Well, my relatives come from Ireland. Is there, I mean, that's, but they're, most, they're mostly Scottish, so figure that one out from Scotland. They're, they're Norse, Viking, Viking people. That's sweet. So, yeah. You know, for all the, for all the uh, uh, 
the uh, I can't think what you, what you would call the Britannia for all the Britannia in my bloodstream. I mm-hmm. still sound like I'm from the Mississippi Delta, and there's just no change in that. Baby, you sound where perfect. I grew up. Nah. All right, if anybody wants to come hang out with me, if anybody wants to come hang out with me, I have a blog spot. Mike Todd, M-Y-K-E-T-O-D-D, because no one knew how to spell on MySpace. Mike Todd.blogspot.com. Mm-hmm. And I've got a few poems over there. I'm, I'm thinking about writing one for this year, too. I'm really seriously thinking about it. I took I usually take two or three years off at a time, but excited now. Will you help me do like something real fast? Not I'm, I'm not putting I'm not putting you on the spot. I just want to I want to do something. I want to try an experiment, and I know you're the right person to help me with. Will you, if I write a poem verse and send it to you, will you start a chain letter? Will you start add a, a verse chain letter? Yeah, if I write a verse, send it to you. Will you add a verse and start a chain letter and send it out? How is it ever going to get back to you? How will it ever get back to you? Because down at the bottom, you can say when this reaches 12 verses, send it back to Michael Todd or me. We'll figure it out, but I really want to try that. I want to do, I want to see what happens. Bring it on. Okay. Yay, it'll be fun. It'll be fun, she said. Come with me, she said. <laughs> All right, baby. Thank you so much. Joanna. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You already told everyone where you were. I forgot. I almost forgot. I didn't forget because I mentioned it. All right, Michael. Love you, sweetheart. You're amazing. Love you, too. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Michael Todd. One of my favorite poems I've written was in a message to him. Fireplace. All right, let's oh, let's grab Jimmy. Word machine is seven oh two. You are on the air. Hey Nyla. Get hey, your sweetheart, how are you? No. You sound great. Do I? Yeah, my studio, clear. my studio sound is down. My landline is down. Everything is down. So I am on speakerphone on my freaking cell phone called into the studio right now. While they are working on figuring out why the, there's no sound. <laughs> so I'm on my cell phone. This is awesome. This is cool. So we know now. We know now that the phrase Nyla is down is not a naughty term. This has to do with studio only. So, Robbie, please, no jokes in chat. Yeah, I got you oh, covered. Geez, that's, like asking, that's like asking a bird not to fly. The joke will be there. Yeah. Got to love him, though. What's up, Robbie? I absolutely <laughs> love him. <laughs> Give him a shout. So, Nyla, listen, I had one uh, on tap for this week, but I'm going to push it to next week because... Okay. Piece I decided on this pretty long, so I'm going to read this first piece. It's it's a long one, and if it's too long, you let me know, and we'll end it there. And if not, I brought an extra short one, ten line poem, and we'll go with it. You make the call. Okay. So 
Nyla, you will probably like this. Another one I uncovered. This is a MySpace poem from 2007, August 2007, actually. And um, I was reading through it. I'm lucky I just took the time to read through it because when I got towards the end, I realized this could be a bit of a abattoir prequel, possibly. So if that doesn't tantalize you, I don't know what will. I'm on the edge of my seat right now. I'm literally. To be more exciting than that is a rereading of Blueberry, but we're not going to go there tonight. So uh, <laughs> this one. So uh, <clears throat> I better take a drink of water before this one. This is a this is a mouthful. This one is called Elora and the Word Song Slaughter. It is a performance piece, Nyla. So please chime in. Summer came, a lumbering beast. Elora held fast to an oracle bramble, counting the fallen stars strewn across the scrubland like a haphazard patchwork quilt. The flowers stood proud against the breeze, even though doomed to wilt, and the sky, the blue of the gods. Beacons of goodwill, fortune, and fame echoed from the seastone streets of the once-fallen sleepy villa. Vendors hawking their wares, a handful of twinkling trinkets here, useless flotsam of textiles there. And the bell tower stood in disrepair, iron giant cast from another time. Ah, but the rhymes flowed free as the peasant poets rejoiced found their voices, each one unique, their rags no hindrance to their quills. From forgotten orchards on the hills, Elora watched without disdain the poetic plunder trampling the plains, and their word songs filled the air. The revolution hath come upon us, Royal revelatory cries from castle walls, misbegotten bumbling in courtyards, as the rising tide of shabby wordsmiths choked the roads in their parade. Elora, crying tears of remembrance, hobbled down the hillside toward the throng, sensing the impending slaughter. Bowed archers crouched behind gargoyles, warmongers with sharp broad blades crossed the lowering drawbridge, yet onward the urchins marched, blessed be with their crimson tunics, helmetless against the assault of the day. Hauk cleared his throat and began to read his sonnet, halting the blind soldiers. Except, that is, for the arrow sailing. Sinking deep in his heart, fell him to his knees. Parchment verse fell to the grasses, as he in mid-verse keeled in bloody time. The rhyme mired in deepest red, ironic that its subject was a rose, a rose that bled every time death visited the souls of innocence. Now the barrage was ignited like wildfire. Mob-like, the royal guard entered the fray. Elora watched helpless as the poets died, reciting their verses with heads held high, mindless of their impending doom. The words flowed endlessly, breaking only with a sword thrust or the impaling of an arrow. Elora stood transfixed as the streets filled with the blood of penniless riders. A young girl stood stoic, strong, 
removing her hood, her voice rang clear. Thou cannot take our hearts, thy wretchedness of dark souls, blacken the tender trove of... The unseen sword cleaved her in half. No, no, not again, thought Laura, as she unmasked the woman child. Yes, as always, it was herself. Young Elora Bainbridge, dead. Cradling her own head in her trembling hands, Elora wept for the uprising she had started. But who could have guessed that poetry would be feared and reviled? Sadly, Elora opened her crescent book, and moving to the first of the fallen, she commenced to scrawling with her moon pen, a gift from the ever-enigmatic Isis. She transcribed the bloody fallen pages into her own poetic necronomicon, a meandering tale for the coming ages, and the sages would nod their heads. Elder William watched as the fallen disappeared, and Elora trudged mournfully, painfully, up the boulder-strewn hillside, towards the haunted orchards wherein she did reside, until the next battle same battle, for she was compelled to relive the same slaughter and retrieve one poem from the dead, until, that is, her book was full. William stroked his white beard thoughtfully, although his iron eyes held little light. So sad, he mused, and yet the blood, the blood, now that was something to rejoice in. As he stripped his chainmail, removing his helmet, Elder William noted how much Elora resembled her future counterpart, Lenore. Strange, he thought, as he bathed in the blood of the streets. End poem. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking another drink. <laughs> I'm going to start oh. drinking after that. Well, you know, it's yours. Bottoms up, right? Was phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you. That's um. Are you yeah, still doing videos of your poems? Yeah, yeah, still am. I haven't got one for well, a while. Yeah. I know I take a while to look yeah. at them, but I do miss them. I want you to know. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll, I'll send them to you again. But I mean, it's like if you. And I know you can't always respond to them right away, so I don't want to, like, send a barrage. So I'll just send one, and then once you respond, I'll send another one. Barrage me, baby. Barrage me. Don't threaten me with good poetry. <laughs> now, this, uh, now this, uh, you'll be interested in this piece that I slated for next week. It's called The Art of Evil. And it's um, horrific and disturbing, um, and it's all true. Um, it's about an event that happened in 1974, and that's all I'm going to tell you about that. So um, something I just learned of, so naturally I wrote about it. I read about it, and then I wrote about it, right? <laughs> that's what you're always saying. <laughs> See um, how that works? Do you have... guys think I'm just talking out my ass, but I know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have said you were like ventriloquizing your words out of your posterior, but I would have never worded it that way. But you could, you could say it. It is a talent. Um, it has been handed down from the generations. Don't judge me. <laughs> well, now I do have a short piece if that's if there's time. Um, 
Okay, so this is called opia. And opia, I learned, there's, there's several meanings. you gotta, you got to narrow it down. But the, the meaning I got that, that was given to me with the word as, as more or less as a prompt um, is that uh, it's kind of like the – so it's when you – are looking at another person and your eyes meet and you're just looking into each other's eyes for that moment. And it's sometimes unsettling. Uh, and it's almost like you're looking into their soul. So that's uh, where that came about called opia. Opia overtook me. Our eyes locked as conversation became muddled, meaningless, nervous, yet entranced. Peering inside your soul crawling out as mine slithered in, magical and haunting, opia as one, a moment revered, never forgotten, in peace. That was, that, that was, that wow. was a rare under 40 line poem from Jimmy. That's what that was. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, that was impressive. Well, thank you. I, you know, I got to flex the, you know, we got to spread our wings. Thank you. You know, I was, I was listening to Pineapple uh, 16, and I, I, it dawned on me, I love his, his uh, the license plate poems are just so much fun, and they're just, it's so creative and inventive how he uh, puts them together, because he's not just like haphazardly license plate. It's literally a central theme and then he goes from there and he always hooks them together just right and it's really neat. But I realized how that piece, if you like like that piece and the piece I read about Aurora, this big long rambling piece, they could not be more polar opposites in poetry. And yet that's exactly what we're about here on Speakeasy. I mean, that there are so, poetry is so subjective and so interpretive and it's what we feel and what we want to create. And don't put limits on that, you know, like you always say, just write it. And it can be a haiku, like you said, three simple lines, or it could be a hundred lines. It could be epic. It could be fun. It could be silly. So, have fun with it, regardless of what you do. So that's my piece. Now, let's keep it rolling, huh? Jimmy Ray Davis, Word Machinist, uh, Instagram and TikTok, and uh, Jimmy Ray Davis Poetry on Facebook. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you, honey. Great job tonight. Appreciate you so much. And a fantastic piece, by the way, that we started the show with. Oh, yeah, thank you. That's an oldie. One of my first recordings. So, um, I appreciate you. I've played everything I have for you now, so I think it's time that you sent me some new ones. Maybe well, you have a chance. Um, I was thinking about it. Yeah, I will. And I, if as you're looking through the videos and the ones I've already sent you, if there's any that really like strike you more than others, let me know because I can pull those audio tracks so you can get the voice and the music. Are they on? Without the video. Are they on TikTok or YouTube? Um. They're not on YouTube. They're, I have a couple on YouTube, but I, I have to do a different screen format on YouTube because it's widescreen rather than narrow phone screen. So, oh. um, but but I but the ones that I sent you, if you just let me know, I can actually go back into the program I created them with, and I can extract the audio into an MP3, and I can send you the MP3 of the ones that are among your favorites, like Wildwood Motel. I already have that uploaded. I don't remember recording. The version, the version that you read the very first time on the show. 
Oh well, yeah, but this is this will be the new version, better <laughs> sound and music. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let me know and uh, we'll get those over to you. Perfect. I appreciate it. Thank you, sweetheart. All right, now you have a good night, and I'll be listening for a little while. And uh, thanks again. <laughs> You're welcome, hon. We'll talk to you soon. All right. All righty. Our next caller comes from area code 850. That's our captain of Captain Rich. And they're going to be followed by 419, and they will be followed by 832. Let's go ahead and grab Rich. Captain, my captain, you are on the air. Hey, Nala, how you doing? Hi, sweetheart. I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm uh, getting down into the last few days before going home. So uh, all the stuff I procrastinated and not done is going to be packed into about four days, but that's cool. <laughs> uh, but uh, we're all good. And uh, uh I actually had a couple of things ready and um, they excited to get your present from me? What's that? Are you excited to get your present from me? I'm the anticipation is killing me and I am not being sarcastic. I'm really curious as to what it is. And uh, so I can't wait to, <laughs> well, can't wait to you. see it. Do you know how guilty I'll feel? You can't, 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 just, just be excited. <laughs> I, I am excited. I promise I am. I promise I am. It, it uh, should be going out to you sometime this week, hopefully. That's uh, awesome. That's cool. I really appreciate it. And uh, I appreciate you participating in the contest. Uh, no problem. Uh, well, the two. Well, let's don't put the cart in front of the horse. I know this one has one of your prompts in it. Uh, yeah. Is Hell, it one of them from last week? Uh, ooh, don't get me to lie. Uh, it might be two weeks ago. I'm not sure. It's okay. either a week ago or two weeks ago. It's toward the bottom of the list, so I guess it was at least a week ago. Uh, but uh, this one, I'll tell you what, I better read it from. Okay. Yeah, I named I titled this one Wars of Words. Okay. The first strip of sunlight is torn from stubborn sky when darksome undertow becomes ripples in the tide. Prayers of water music clamor with lost dreams as cloak of the poet keeps tearing at the seams. Dawn paints the cliff and its white and its whispering stones like whitewashed tragedy of my ancestors' bones. Wars of words twist my tongue so I never quell this hunger, especially when a thousand fears volley back in thunder. 
The pen in my hand I hold like a grudge. No verse is left a chance. Accepting my fate that with this fire that I was born, it's with this fire that I was born to dance. Boy, I really fumbled on that one. <laughs> so the prompt was whispering stones. That was from last week. That enters you twice into our drawing. Yeah, the born to dance or dance with this fire or something like that. I, I rearranged the prompt, but uh, born to dance with the fire and whispering yeah. stones. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there is two in there. That's right. Yeah, whispering stones. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You're in the drawing. Oh, sweet, sweet, sweet. And. Uh, I think I read that one last week. Uh, There's a little short one. This is from yesterday. Told through nowhere eyes. I look for someday through nowhere eyes, slipping on footprints as rhymes go dormant, awaiting karma's kiss, dancing in the haze at the dead end, at every dead end of the maze, while the current of memories molds my heart and breaks me a little more with each forgotten song. In peace. Wow. You know, your little short poems like that, it's like your significant Uh other walking up behind you while you're sitting there in your bathroom and washing dishes, and they're heading off to work, and they walk up and they give you a kiss like they want to slam you down onto the kitchen table, but then they walk out instead. You know, that, oh that's God. that kind of okay. a, a that that left rush we get when you read those little ones and they just end abruptly and it's like no wait no wait yeah. come back Rich yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I gotta say I I I've stretched a couple out these last couple of weeks I've stretched a couple out and I just uh, I worry about boring people uh, I I worry about. Do me a favor. And... Yes, ma'am. I want you to write a poem this week without that worry. People are not going to get bored with your writing. Your writing is amazing. And when you sit down and write, you should. the only thing you should be thinking about is sitting, sitting down and writing. You should not be thinking about, oh, maybe people don't want to hear a poem this long, so I should stop. You just write whatever the heck you want to write and bring it with you next week. I don't care if it's 20 pages. Y'all, we're just going to deal with it if he reads 20 pages next week, okay? We've got to get him out of that habit of thinking that. That does, that does not, that's not who we are, and that's not how we're going to do things. Don't ever have I'll see if I can stretch one out. Oh. You don't need Let to it. stretch it out. Just write it until you feel like it's done without any other concern besides that. It'll be as right. long as it needs to be, and we'll love it. I got you. I got you. Well, that's what we'll give out a world. And, uh, Missy says, Rich, no way you would bore anyone. Martha Bear says, we enjoy oh, well, what you want. Yeah. You're being talked about in the chat. Oh, I see that. 
All right, my dear sweet man, oh. please tell everyone how they can come over and find you. All right. All social media, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Clapper, oh, hell, seems like there's even something else. Poetizer. Oh, it's all Dead Society Poets. Oh, uh, website, deadsocietypoet.com. Oh, book number five is in the early stages, but book number five will be in the works this summer. And deadsocietypoet.com. Books are available everywhere. Oh, and oh, we'll be working on a long poem. <laughs> It doesn't have to be long. It just has to be written until you're done. Uh, okay. I appreciate it. You know, well, great reads from everybody, and uh, it's, I appreciate y'all having me. And I'll uh, hopefully I'll be somewhere next Thursday. I can uh, I can call in again. That would be incredible. We will we will be waiting for you, my dear. Yes, ma'am. Appreciate it. I'll be looking for it. Looking forward to it. All right, hon. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Yes, ma'am. All right. Let's go ahead and grab our next caller, which is. Hang on. Here we go. Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, we have a theme going on. It. I don't know the tune to that song. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, um, the beautiful Nyla? Hello, honey. Before um, we even get started on doing anything, I want to thank you so much for the donation that you made to the show for our 2023 oh, broadcasting. Yeah. I'm very proud to have you as one of our sponsors. And on behalf thank of you. all of us here, thank you. I'm happy to do thank it. Um, I wrote this, some of your prompts tonight, but I had to run inside and say goodnight to the little man, so I missed a few of them. <clears throat> but this might sound familiar to you. It's called Voodoo Row, part one. The word wizard. Time does not exist where I stand. Where I stand, there is nothing more than splinters of light struggling to shine through eating little bits of darkness that keep growing all around me, casting shadows on a flawless ground, shadows that become creatures to tame and bend their essence to my will. This here is where the darker side of word wizardry comes from, this place I must go where parts of my soul fade into and become pieces of the darkness that blankets me. The only lights to follow here are not the lights you'd wish to wield, for these lights, they come from a place beyond the dark, beyond the witch's light, a lantern that hangs from a lowly tree with an eye that stares beyond its realm to tell her our forbidden secrets. 
There's a path you see that I must follow through the forest of madness. I cross the river of bloody tears where the ferryman for one more coin lends some helpful advice before entering the twilight's illusion where you must choose your fate and pick a door. The first two doors I came to, they had titles etched into them. The doors one merely, the door one merely said, one of the unburied dead. Well, not tonight. I'm in need of something else. So I continued on to door number two, and this is true, for this is what I read on door number two was the words, there are no secrets here. Enter at your informed risk. Intrigued I was and grabbed the odd-shaped handle and began to turn it slightly to the left. I heard a click, then felt the pain of a needle type sticking to the palm of my right hand in the warmth of my own blood as it fluidly ran into the edge of design of the door that I stood before. I tried to shout but could not scream as nothing seemed to vocalize. No sound, not even a gasp would come on out. What had I done? Holy shit, this choice I made. The blood ran like rivers run in the pain it ran so deep. Then the door released itself from my hand's flesh and flung wide fucking open with an eerie voice chanting in my head, Voodoo Row. To be continued, cast their peace. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. I'm glad, I'm glad you did. I had I actually I had a lot of fun uh, writing that. You know what this sound is? <laughs> no. <laughs> Cheetos. It's your paper ent- your paper entries that are <laughs> going in the jar. Here's the jar. Now you are in the jar for the drawing. <laughs> Because you did your homework and you read poems with prompts in them. So your name got put in there twice. Thank you. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if that was like too long to do a, a short one. No, no, that's fine. Go ahead and do your other one. All right. This one's called, and I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know if my friend is listening, but my friend Jim, um, this is one of his favorites by me. So this is for him, um, Jim Zawalensky. And Toledo, he's one of the artists out there in the community. Um, I call this Humble the Giant. It's very short. As I stand here in none but the flesh, with the ashes of all who I once was, with dimming embers floating gently to my feet, stand here humbled but tall, for the man I have become has not yet finished growing. The height of a giant I shall reach, and when I do, I shall be who I'm meant to be, a giant amongst none but who I used to be. Peace. That was awesome as well. Thank you. Again, I wasn't ready for it to end, but that's okay. (laughs) I'll be all right. Um, It was supposed to be a very simple but powerful message, you know what I mean? It was very much that indeed. Um, I am Rebel Jones. First and foremost, you can find me with Nyla just about every Thursday night. They have to take a a, a serious, serious event for me not to come anymore. Um, and I guess I'm back on Facebook. You can find 
Rebel Jones on Facebook. I took a long hiatus. I guess I'm back, y'all. Um, <laughs> you can find a lot of my material, um, acapella with no music or nothing, on um, Facebook, on YouTube, Poetry by Rebel P. Jones, uh, Madman Productions. And you can find me with the great, great, great C-34 Music, Clarence Ferguson Jr. on um, 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 Mixcloud and Soundcloud. Check us out. We got mad music, a lot of records together. Uh, I think we've we've done about eleven albums together, just about since about 2016. We've been working together. That's incredible. So no. I'm I'm ready to come out of my um, hiding and get back to where I was. So that's how y'all can find me. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. You did a fantastic job. Appreciate you so much. Thank you. I'm going to stick around and listen. Love you, Nyla. I love what you do here, and that's why I support you. Thank you, baby. Appreciate you so much. Yes, ma'am. Peace. Good night, hon. All right. So, kind of give you a heads up on our next callers. We have area code. 832-219-406. 832-219 and 406. You are next three callers. Just go ahead and grab 832. You're on the air. Mr. Blue, are you with me? No, you're not with me yet. How about now? Are you with me now? <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, Nyla. <laughs> Hi, sweetheart. How are you doing? I'm all right. If I, if I may say so, I can actually hear you better. Hear me better? Really? Yeah. You see, yeah, you sound a lot. There's, or I should say that the, the the volume seems to be a lot more than usual. Huh. At least from well, where maybe I'm, we'll just from, keep from, it with this, right? Well, I'm just saying. I mean, at least from where I'm from where I am at, anyway. I can, like I said, I hear you fine. Oh, cool. Awesome. So, well, I can hear you, there you too. Go. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. We're good. I just had to turn off the, my fan so that way it didn't kind of fuzz things out a bit. But um, anyway, um, just uh, just because, you know, in terms of uh, some of the things that always get talked about on the, on the show, uh, I, I just finished... Uh, reading a book, uh, Braiding uh, Sweetgrass, by a uh, lady, uh, and I, I, I can never get the title straight, but I know she has her doctorate in um, a, uh, plants and biology of that of that nature, more to do with the eco- ec- ecology side of things. Um, and her last name is Kimmerer, and uh, it's a very, very good book, actually. And so I uh, just finished that one, and I'm reading currently another book, which is actually a compilation of uh, essays, uh, interviews, and uh, a few poems and songs and things that came out of uh, 2016, the uh, hashtag no dapple, uh, dapple being D-A-P-L, Dakota Access Pipeline. 
Standing with Standing Rock. And then I'm also reading a book by a lady by the name of, uh, or I should say, PhD, uh, uh, Dr. Jessica Hernandez. Uh, and she has a book called Fresh Banana Leaves, and it's talking about indigenous landscapes through indigenous science. So I'm reading those books for, uh, uh, I guess you'd say, for, for research and education. And then just for my own entertainment, I'm also reading Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> because why not, right? Well, actually, I read, I, I mean, I can only speak for myself. The, the, the stories as written by Robert E. Howard, not the comic books and the movies and all that stuff that came after. The original stories by Robert E. Howard. The language in there is so kicking. It's, I, 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 I read, it, I read the, the, the Conan stories because I want to re, kind of like reinstitute um, that, that sense of language like he uses in his, in his stories about, uh, that, he, that he wrote about this particular character. Because it is so much different than anything you're going to read today. I guarantee you that. It's way way beyond the scale of like, you know, the, some of the nonsense you see in the, in the, in the bookstores or, or whatever. But I'm just, I mean, I just like to say, I just, for me, I just love the going back to it because like I say, it has a very good sense of how to put things across. So I like it. I like it for that. But so it is, a, so, so it is entertainment, but it's also in its own, in, in its own way, more of a, an educational tool as well. Okay. I, I love that. Yeah. Huh? I love that. I mean, you have to know. I mean, there's things that you learn from doing that that you're able to put into your poetry that you wouldn't know if you didn't read. Well, no, because it, cause it, it, it shows you the way to connect things. Or, I mean, it does, it does for me. Yeah. You know? Brings about those connections. The answer to that question is yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Here we go. Uh, this this one really doesn't have a, a title to it, so I'm, I don't know. I'm just I, I've I've decided I'm just pretty much unless it's you know something uh, seems to be forthcoming for a title, I'm just pretty much giving up on that part. I I don't know what they are anymore. <laughs> anyway, this uh, this uh, I am Soldier Blue, and this uh, this this is the piece. Distant songs, frozen ice, threads to be teased from the dark. Threshing sticks for rice, an ancient harvest, keep the beat. Darkness, darkness covers all as we dance between our dreams. We savor our strength. Halos, halo dogs run with the butterflies and the bitterness of winter, bathing, we hear our relatives singing, sadness as rich as pageant, as the stories we regard as paths of the people. Another pipeline, broken bone, made of cheap plastic products, and the haste of those who care for nothing except their profit margin. And they say, we can participate 
They offer us living coals of the fire, fires of safe process, as if that makes up for what they do. The toxins killing rivers, killing the ground, churning the riverbeds connected to that as if that makes everything all right. Speaking prayers under a midnight moon the ghosting ones are always near the old ones guide the ground we walk upon crisp sounds of departure hormone we are red earth we are night travelers the cold of winter cannot take us. We we give up nothing. We offer the stories that we grew up with of our people and the forms from that clay of days and our nights that we anticipate for the future. And now we are the ones. We are the ones walking the stories, waking the spirits with our songs, our young ones speaking of us, telling our stories. We have some of them. More often, we are too focused on moving For the peoples of our earth, red earth, moving within the ways of what we see and what we cannot see, to look at anything that does not move with us. There is still too much to do. Too many times we must instruct the ignorant of their folly. The sounds run deep. Water wells cannot catch them. Root bonds cannot hold them. We are left to figure out what we can see with the pieces of what we have been given. The cut quality fired clay, carbon wood, the stones, petroglyphs, smooth messages from that were written upon our bones, the carotid signs of our DNA, the etchings we have learned, familiar to us as our eyesight, living tissue, not blind to what is around us. We are the fires of the forgotten. We are the remnants of what has been overlooked. Twice and times and twice before have we been in the seventh sons of houses of the whippoorwill. Felt the fresh wind driven hum of the dragonflies. 
trial and error of bygone days, ashes left over from the songs we left behind us, teeth dropped in seeds of speech to be gathered with recall at a later date. Remember the gold teeth mirrors you so gallantly collected, curios of the new world. The lights of dead stars have never faded from sight. We are the collected few, so called for our courage, not for being chosen. High lines of earth and the blue clouds, faces of places we have been before. Bones rattling like windows in a storm. The metal frames, durable, unable to contain the fires, the fever of what we have already started in redirecting the limbs of who we are. Ceremony, the shaking songs from the ancient rattles that more spirit than our flesh of being will come to our aid. Clarity comes from walking clear of the mist drying upon our eyes from the essence of our water smoke. We make room for the dreams of flint and steel, red earth in progression, the ages unfolding. The stars will welcome us home. Nidake, Dasuthi. So the rattle was sounded. We are called, therefore we are going. Trade days long since ended. Death dealing and genocide commonplace among us. Plates rattles as bones, the difference between that celebration and thunder, the reverberation, phoning, rainfalls in upon itself, no water for thirst, no food for the weary, just the roll of the dice long since cast. Gedake, me. We only move faster. Dream rivers meant to last, written upon our face. We face ourselves in the forms of darkness, no lies, no pretense. We are who we are. Ghost of omens, harbingers of apparitions, with me, prayers, burnt, songs, smoke, bones, ashes, what thoughts of smoke songs, and we shall sing them and believe. We were not born to live with fear. Death is for the weak and the willing, sometimes born of goodwill, too many times the sacrifice made by those who had nothing left to give. Hailstones dance with the wild horses. Ooh, fire bred fierce 
that we see, all that we hold dear is here with us of the night in the daytime. Silent sisters scratch their memories upon the clouds. Those who died for us lay as they have for centuries between the silt and sand, rivers and streams. Cry out, I believe, I believe. In the ways of our people, their songs, their dreams, our legacy, even as the dead grass turns, morphs in becoming from gray into green. Oh, Kega. Seventh house of the whippoorwill, we left standing through Cesame at the black loon. From the shadows departed, rises with the river mist calling unto us. And we realize it is time to begin an era of truth, Eska, and ceremony. The dead and the dying, beyond caring, still we honor them yet. Born or still forming, living, we are among the living, for the blue sky, Grugotha, almost blue, to be who we have been, so we bleed over again, for that surety and clarity Coherency. Oh. It is time. And we shall shine with the stars. Donkey Junior Ubekni. That was amazing. I always make my heart race <laughs> and make me sad and hopeful and and angry and proud and that's fantastic job, baby. Are you going to read two tonight or just the one? Uh, I I can look for another one. I I really I've got some stuff I'm working on, but I just haven't finished it yet. So I just was looking through some of my um, stuff that I had already done, and I know that you know that there's always at least one or more that's not you know one I've read because I just I pick out the ones that I think uh, actually you know have a have that kind of sense to it. Um. Uh. Let's see. Um, uh, I'm not really seeing much here. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, sometimes it's just like that. I just, I mean, like I said, I'm looking at it and it's like, eh. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be, that, you know, def, you know, down on what I do, but I just sometimes, you know, it's just kind of, 
kind of fits that way. Um, yeah, I got this one here. Dust marked roadsides, heat burdens, the night highway, slow shuffle. The movements, motions, imprints are counted. There is a dearth of sound. The memory muffled seems to almost shake with the bells of forgotten means of putting together ancient regalia. When metal and glass beads were not so common. The long, dark tread of days that are no longer heartfelt. Their ways remain among the shadow stars. Nigaki. Tristing, twining minds begin their dream journey. When the sun grows dim, the moon is more than a thought. The exchange of flesh for spirit, we See what we shall see. The reasons without reason, the circle, strings, things, everything is past of the present. Smoking sticks, smoldering ash, the story fires were lit. The audience has moved on. Smoke fingers the hours of dark before dawn, gasoline, leaves rustle, nonchise, speaking from the shadows, the feather tremble of wings, oh yeah, who of you do not sleep, words tumble over themselves in the night, Nocturnal stones can echo sharp thoughts. The soft air pushes roadside. The ditches are filled with such bad steps. Do not concern themselves with what isn't theirs. We shall dance down the heart of the night. Deer toe rattlesnake skin, reptile resilience. We see what's happening and move before the blood shake begins. With uh, reptilian rains, the darkness makes everything shine bright. Bones, raw flaxen, wahipoe. Saska, the fires we have come here, taking what is laden with ceremony and sacrifice, leaving for the heart that is of our darkness, the long, painful dark. Jean, sleep, sleep and give payment for dreams, Sorrows harvest the landscape, positing themselves in dark, ravening pools. Gitraniga. The blue jay seeks to remind us 
that a gray sky with patchworks of blue are the promise of a peaceful day. Yes, we the people pray for a peaceful day. Darkness isn't blindness. It is another familiar color of being to us. Mold of the clay, add the breath of a raven, the song of a wolf, blue flayed like broken lightning, steps of flame, brocked, stoked, ravening sight, strong. We are the second hand sweep. We are the fire that does not relax, does not fade. We are the driven flames of born dancers, and we dance the long dark. The heart of darkness where we may find our loved ones, lost ones, upon the shoulders of the night highway. That the way that you read that was different. Why? There's something different in your voice. <laughs> well, uh, that's what did this piece for me. Mean to you? What's I going mean, on? With? Huh? What's going uh, on with this piece? Well, that that for me is is a lot to do with. Um, uh, well, to be honest, I mean a lot of the things I'm reading right now, and I and I when I when I read things that take into account the thoughts of of other native people puts uh emphasis in different places and when i include in those kind of works the 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 phrases of my people's language that that takes it to another place again so i i don't I don't try to um, I don't try to dramatize it. I just follow it because like I say they're they're uh the speech patterns are different they the emphasis is, is 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 sometimes more on the pauses than it is on the words. I think it was incredible. There's just there was a different feel in your voice. It was kind of cool. I mean, your voice is always cool, but it was interesting. Interesting is a better word. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that, Miss Nyland. And like I say, I, you know, I don't. Well, I just like I say, I, it, again, I, it, in its own way, you know, I like I would say. I you know I follow in the to follow the thoughts that are that are given to me in how I write them, and it's, you know there are times when it's like I follow the 
the voice patterns that are laid out before me as well. Because it's not always the same. It never never hits the same. So I go, you know, and again, I, I just go with it. Hmm. Well, phenomenal. Thank you, ma'am. And you can find me at uh, RafeWild at Facebook.com. And down in parentheses underneath that, you'll see Soldier Blue. As well, you can find some of my works on my podcast, uh, Red Earth One. And I promise I'll be updating it soon. And just last weekend was a working weekend, so I didn't get to do anything except try to recover before I went back to work. So, But uh, I will be adding some more uh, episodes to my podcast uh, in uh, this upcoming days off. So you can look forward to some of those these kind of works on there. As well, I'm going to be sitting down with and looking through um, the uh, kind of like the PDF manuals, I guess they are, for some of the video forms of a, a podcast uh, that are that are used by um, the the app that I that I work through. So I'm going to be be trying to make some headway with that as well. All right, my love. I appreciate you as always, Miss Nyla. I appreciate you. I'm trying to... Why is it always right when I'm ready to say goodbye to you, tech support pops up, and I'm sitting here type and trying to say (laughs) what I need to say and trying to type. (laughs) Because they love you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> too funny alright hon we will talk to you next week you did a fantastic job tonight love well, thank you Ms. Madden I appreciate the opportunity to be here <laughs> alright we'll talk to you soon yes ma'am okay hey Miss Emily welcome to the chat room I see you in there it's nice to have you here all right, let's go ahead and grab our next caller, area code 219. Brother O, are you in the house? Could it be you? Could it? Could it maybe? If I can get you unmuted, it might be. Hello, Nyla. Hello. Hi, honey. How you doing, sweetheart? Oh, good. How you doing? Doing absolutely wonderful. It's good to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So what is going on? What did you bring us? Uh, it, I had a spoil called uh, one of those highly anticipated comeback will be one for the ages. My dear brothers and sisters, my highly anticipated comeback will be one for the ages. The past year and a half, I had been on extended hiatus from performing at live poetry events, so I could focus on getting not only getting my life changed, heart transplant, but recovering from it. I realized that all my fellow poets and spoken word artists had missed my presence, and it hasn't been the same since I 
last performed live 18 months ago. However, I am truly proud of my brothers and sisters who have taken stepped up and taken their artistry to the next level. Seeing your posts on Facebook motivate me to step up my game and take my artistry to a national level. It's hard being away from my fellow poets because without them, I wouldn't be the legendary poet from East Chicago, Indiana, who is a well-known, well-respected, and my brother, known as Brother of the Living Miracle Professor of Poetry. As I'm at least two months away from fully recovering from my heart transplant, my fire's been reignited, my passion has been recharged. I feel that Carlton returns to the poetry stage, like Rocky Balboa returned to the boxing ring after attempting to make a new life for himself in Rocky II. The end result, he defeated Apollo Creed to be become the heavyweight champion in their rematch. I realize how much I'm needed now because I have the ability to inspire people to overcome their challenges daily. My leadership is needed now to pass on the torch of future generations of poets and spoken word artists. I'm a natural morale booster who is needed to encourage my brothers and sisters who are on the verge of giving up on their genes and themselves. My dear brothers and sisters, I'm on the road to making progress toward getting my clients to resume my social life in June. When I know the exact date, I made the official announcement on Facebook Live and resume post my monthly monthly port outing schedule again. My initial plan for my comeback is gradually readjusted to perform before live audiences after performing exclusively on radio shows for nearly two years and working my way back by performing locally for at least six months before expanding to go nationwide in 2024. I'm improving performing at open mics as to sharpen my stage presence, go away from reading from paper, promote my upcoming projects. My dear brothers and sisters, I have waited for this monumental moment for nearly two years. After everything I've endured, everything that I've gone through through this process is prepared for this special moment to happen. And when my when I made my comeback this summer, it will be a joyous occasion that will be remembered for the ages. In poem. Fantastic job on that. Are you going to read two tonight, love? No, I'm only reading one. Man, fine. I'll just sit, I'll just sit here and, and pout, but fine. <laughs> You did a fantastic job. And you tell everyone how they can come support you and get to read you and your work and all that good stuff. Uh, everybody can find me on uh, on Facebook under the name Omar Brother Gavin and uh, the National Spoken Word Awards is September 3rd in the city of Chicago. And I've been nominated again. Nomination underway, so... Uh, I nominated, been nominated for Overcome the Year once again. Uh, I'm in the process of trying to get in, making the final cut to be nominated for Overcome the Year for the fifth year in a row. For the fifth year in a row, and my goal is to win it for 
five for seventy years old. The drive for five has officially begun. So uh, you want information how to how to nominate me or just connect with me and uh, I'll take uh, take you to the National Spoken Word Awards page and uh, you just just but just put me down to be nominated. Thank you very much. I appreciate your support. Appreciate you, sweetheart. Thank you so much, and keep us posted on how that stuff's going, okay? I will. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, hon. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. I'll be back next week. All right, baby. Okay. okay. Our next caller comes from area code. Area code. I'm kicking the board as we speak. Come back, come back wherever you are. Oh, I'm, okay, I got it. Here we go. 406, you are next caller, maybe. I'm sorry, who's there? Annie, are you there? Oh, I am. I just didn't hear you say my area code. Sorry. <laughs> I was, I was baby girl. You know, I was I was just intent upon my thoughts, like wow, trying to make sense of what was going on there with um the last reader, reader, reciter, whatever. <laughs> so okay. So um Okay. I have what did I set it? This is what happens while I'm burning things at the same time. I have I have two actually kind of I started writing one from your prompts, but it's just kind of really rough right now. So um, even though I divided them apart. So I'll read up, read the one that I wrote earlier today about um, Brigante Rises too. So, because I'm feeling kind of Celtic mythology and dawn, all that. All right. Is that cool with you? That is very cool with me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Brigante Rises too. Gather up the glitter at the sunrise. Sift through the words, sort through what has tinkled through the waves, or tumbled through the waves. Pulling jewel flames from the sky, holding her heart's reflections, the place that's soft and sweet, where the morning sings. Adieu, sweet night. She is stitching the world together, speaking softly to the earth, refracting, recalling, and reflecting the love songs of the night, what beauty there is in dawning. The light within itself, greeting a day of promise, bird songs, love, and warmth. End of poem. That was absolutely beautiful. You posted that on the dandelion prompt, and I read it earlier, and I thought it was incredible. Well, it was the dandelion prompt that pushed it into my head. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I really like... You have a beautiful mm-hmm. flowing way of putting words together, Annie. It's like if you look at the line, and I, I think that it's just the way you think because I don't think that you sat there and, and like studyingly chose these words for this reason. But the word, I think it's also the reason you would write music. For, I think you could you would write really, be really great at songwriting. But when you say refracting, recalling, and reflecting, right? Mm-hmm. You've yeah. got the, the beginning sound rhyme of the R, and then the first word and the last word repeat the re, R-E-F, so reflecting and reflecting, 
So you've got those two rhymes there where the middle one only does the first letter. So it's um, refracting, recalling, and reflecting. It just makes that line flow so beautiful. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm blushing. I know you've okay, my slaved for years like over that line, and it's, some, it's just brilliant. I love it. Oh, thank you very much. So, and the welcome. other one's a little longer, if you, if you don't mind. So mm-hmm. it's, call, it's called um, Glacier Calls. Okay. Ready? <clears throat> Excuse me. I hear water sounds, hidden birds, loose laughter echoing in the trees. Bouncing back in bird-shooting darkness, I try to close my eyes a moment, clearing them from the sand reflections, scrutinizing the sedimentary layers. I move with tiny, careful steps. Red cedar, Tujo Kankite, tree of life, I chant. Tujo Kankite. I hear her language. I hear her laugh. Red cedar, she laughs. And I hear her sister's. 1,000 years of growth and more, they say, we know. You puny humans have called us a million names. Without knowing, you ignore our neurals and ridges. You do not stop for our secrets whispered. A brachi, which is hair. To listen, I pause. Smelling smoke of ancient burns and hearing the broken rocks of glacial passing sing by. Winter, Tujo, Kunkete, Red Cedar, look here, look here. Earth stones are here, the bones of her youth disturbed. I search for signs of hidden treasures and recitals as vapor sings from the glacier brought home. End of poem. That was very empowering. I would love to do a video to that one. Ah, there we go. Yeah, that's sunburnt neck and sunburnt neck and rocks in your backpack. Backpack, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, because it's one that I wrote oh, while I was up in glacier searching for old rocks. <laughs> you need to come rock hunting with me. Oh, I would love to do that. So soon, soon, soon. So. Soon, soon. Yeah. Okay, so. Please. I don't like to. I don't like to take up a whole bunch of whole bunch of your time, but do you mind hearing my rough one from your prompts that I wrote while I was while I was burning tortillas? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, blue blue corn tortillas, freshly made, a voodoo row of darkness, burnt along the edges, a prophecy of thorns. The smoke rises from the grillstone, dances like one of the unburied dead. The ancient stories among the village ed- edge. Twilight settles with the illumination of campfires. The Muchet hums while she paints her face. A ghost rewriting the schedules I've made taunts me through time and space. Summer thunder, a voice that cracks through the silence of Solstice's path. It rolls through the last wrap of and rays of sunlight. As it drums down the secrets, the children laugh. There are no secrets. We spread them through our rumors throughout the year. Summer solstice is just a ghost, a lingering ghost. All right, next page. I've got to turn the page. While shadowed creatures creep back home, searching through the shadows, they become, with time, 
while the blue corn grows, in short, voodoo rose. In. Wow. So that just got you entered into the drawing twice. Oh, it's very rough, but I, I think it really could go somewhere. So. I think so, too. Thank you. I think it's awesome. And I want, now I want a tortilla. <laughs> hey, I've been making organic blue corn tortillas all day. And they really are dark, and the edges yeah. do burn. They look like little thorns on the edges. I was like, whoa, that's her prophecy of what I was going to do tonight. So. I miss you cooking dinners. Remember that? <laughs> I, uh, yes, and you know how I love to cook. So I know you do. So, okay, Annie well, used to live with me well, as my roommate for a while, and she was an amazing cook, and I miss that very much. <laughs> I got us both fat. <laughs> In all the right places. We, we were. <laughs> Do you remember, seriously, I have to ask you, no, you probably won't remember. Do you remember the time we were drinking and we ordered pizza? Which time? All <laughs> oh, right. Oh, I better email this one to you. <laughs> okay. So, okay, just you don't want to embarrass me too much. I, I didn't greet the pizza delivery boy in nude, did I? Okay. <laughs> no, we, but no, not, not nude, no, no. Absolutely okay. Not. <laughs> All but right. maybe oh, kind of. <laughs> my, my debauchery years. Okay, no. We brought out the best and worst in each other. <laughs> we really did. <laughs> so, but, yeah, All right, I, baby. You they, have a good night, sweetheart, and thank you. Yeah, can, I, can I just add one quick thing in here? So, um, sure. They, we about had other do this thing called reduction in, in faculty. So my school is joining together with another school, and my position is going to be eliminated because – I'm one of the highest paid teachers, so now I'm searching, searching, searching for something else to do. So if I need a, um, a reference, I might call you. But anyway, if anybody's interested in I'll my work, I'll send you the Craig's job ads from here. Okay. If anyone's interested in my story of woe, right now all I have is my Anne Tillery Waldo on Facebook and my uh, portfolio of paintings, which is under um, – Sage Sisters, also on Facebook. Very okay. cool. All right, my sweet girl, I love you so much, and I will talk with you soon, honey. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. You guys have no idea how much I adore that girl. I have known her since I was a kid. All right. Area code. Area code four two four two five. 425, are you with me? Yes, can you hear me? I can, is this Brenda? Hello, it's good to hear from you again. Yeah, I've been under the weather. I'm so trying have to you get been? my phone. Did you bring it? Oh, I have a, I have a, I just opened up my poetry book and decided to go with whatever popped up because I always have such trouble deciding which one to go with. So, <laughs> here we go. If I die somehow, this is a song of lament. Fell off the tree, or to hang beneath. Tell me, lover, please. Elephando tree from the highest bough 
Shall I hang there now? Will I find your arms? If I die somehow For my aching soul Long to be with you Will I see you there When this life is through? Will you sleep with me in eternity? Oh, my dearest love, will you sleep with me? Can I touch your face? Feel your warm embrace if we met someplace? Could I touch? Your face for my aching soul longs to be with you. Will I see you there when this life is through? In a far off land, would you understand? Hold my trembling hand. In that far-off land, oh, I am not so sure to which heaven's door I will find my cure. I am not so sure for my aching soul longs to be with you. Will I see you there when this life is through? Shall I find a tree for to hang beneath? Tell me, lover, please, shall I find a tree from the highest bough? Shall I hang there now? Will I find your own? If I die somehow. That was beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Wow. Phenomenal, sweetheart. Thank you. Um, dandelion? About and what? I have a piece of dandelions. Mm-hmm. And I, it reminded me of a piece that I wrote about my old high school sweetheart. <laughs> I wrote it um, about my high school sweetheart, and it talks about dandelions, and I could I recite that one? Please, yes. King of Golden Fields. I wove a chain of buttercups and placed them round your head. Me in a golden field where dandelions spread wings to meet the summer breeze that blew your auburn hair. I wove a chain of buttercups and asked you if you dare kiss me in this golden field where dandelions are spread, soft upon the splendid grass, to fashion an excellent bed. 
I gathered you some dandelions to show my faithfulness and knelt to place them at your feet because I loved you best. I kissed the freckled forehead where a wreath of flowers lay to crown you king of golden fields where lads and lasses play. That was stunning. Thank you. You're very welcome. I'm so glad you called in. It's been a little bit. It has been a while. Um, I missed you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you made it back. It was was a joy to hear both of those, and I hope that you can come back more often. Thank you. I really, there was one particular piece that I heard recited uh, by a gentleman, and I really wanted to mention that those words, the breath of a raven, the song of a wolf, Give payment for dreams. Sleep. Give payment for dreams. Oh, my gosh. That really resonated with me. It really was beautiful. Wasn't that amazing? Everybody is so talented. I, tonight, I really enjoyed all of the reading, actually. I didn't want to just uh, talk about one person, but uh, it was just beautiful. Everybody is so talented, and I really enjoyed being here. Thank you. You're very welcome. We're really glad you're here, too. Try to make more of a habit of Thank it you, so we don't sit around pouting when you're gone. <laughs> I <will. laughs> Actually, I have, a point, I have evening appointments with my, with my naturopath on Thursdays, so it's kind of like, really, I need to change that night. <laughs> well, I really see do. a writer, maybe, maybe before you guys get started, you can both read a poem. Oh, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> Actually, yeah. yeah. That would be something. Thank you, Nyla. (laughs) You're welcome, baby girl. Thank you for being here. We'll talk to you soon, honey. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 732. If it unmutes, 732. You're on the air. Hey, you in tune with what's going on in Tennessee? Hello, Mr. Schwartz. How are you? Anyhow, are you in? Oh, I don't know. It's raining. It's pretty cool. A lot of tornado warning. One friend in Canada, they got powered out since last night. And he said it turned into rather chaotic gas lines and icicles from the power lines and trees falling down. He was snuggling mm-hmm. up with the dog to keep warm. So we got some rain, which is pretty neat because it's really quiet. Wondering what the sound was. I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. I guess. And what one world's pretty cool. You know, the external world's always kind of dippy. It's foreign, but we did some reality today. That's some auto problems. I got a thing on Saturday. We're trying to figure out how to get to, and. Yeah, no. It's generational. So I like listening to this stuff. It's kind of wacky. The lineup's pretty neat. And that's not for a couple weeks, but the competition, competition, it's pretty cool. You know, music and fashion go together. Yeah, I don't know. I really didn't have anything. To, I Nothing really came together. It's but I could go over and read something, or I could just talk, or I could just hang up. 
you into what what happened in Tennessee. If you were to write a write a, a, a one of your writings became very commercial or popular, but it isolated or set set apart everything, as in Nashville. Nashville's like the music capital of the world, right? And then it's would any country mm-hmm. artist ever write like an anti gun or anti AR thing? So it's like the ghost of Phil Oaks is not woodshedding industry um committee songs in Nashville. And then you all F you, you know, nobody even knows who Phil Oaks really is anymore in the you know, not that because when you come from a monoculture where, and you wouldn't expect anyone to really know who Phil Oaks is, you would have to study to find out. In other words, would you like write, like do like a John Lennon thing, like a power to the people? Uh, and is that, or would you want to be on like an enemies list with that political, even though, you know, we're, it, what's in office now is very, you know, pro art. So, you know what I mean? Anyhow, that's what we're kind of kicking around. So if you're some Nashville, you know, artist, where are these American songwriters, where are these people coming out against things? It's like no one will say anything because of the monetization. It's like, I'm not saying anything. I want to get paid. So that's what we're kicking around <laughs> today. So there you go. That sounds fun. So you're really not going to read anything? Oh. oh, you have a moment? How much more time do I have? You can, if you've got something handy, you can read it. Okay, give me um 10 seconds. This is my hold music for you. Actually, yes, I know how. That's internal. This does need to be worked out. Plus, oh, yeah, my computer's a mess. My friend messed up my computer, which is part of the whole thing of being surrounded by. Yeah, okay, that's a gone deal. Hang on. Okay, so I've been calling in for many a year, correct? So mm-hmm. you kind of all heard this before, but it is, and it will be. This is, anyhow, you've heard it before. We okay, Ron? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm okay. Beginning this, beginning this is a self-evident illuminate that guards the gates of the heart. Maybe a pristine paradigm of afterlight, thus it be camouflaged as a projection, or a tear of after angels, selflessness, sense of being. Though the transpired shadow reveals an unavoidable mystery, though a ceaseless inclination that materializes intricately colorful. 
transcends the silence, the silence of the essence like a watercolor, of a transfiguration in the theater of constant resolve, maybe a kiss of reconciliation or a sigh of remembrance, the enveloped in an ebullient tear replete with the perfection anon, though actualized within the quintessence of a dream mind, and quicker than the eye a lotus unfolds, and a butterfly arrives. It's patchwork, but it'll come together. I might have to add some I'd other things. It. I was looking to it. Well, I can always make it, you know, cohesive, but it's a mess. Anyhow, it's a must be, so it will come together one way or another. We need, want something for that chapter, and if you never heard that stuff before, does that sound burdensome? Anyhow, Mr. <laughs> and a half. You're funny. Okay. All right, sweetheart. Don't take oh, off before you tell everyone how to find you. Oh, fuck that. I'm not. Hang on. Yeah, we needed a a, a counterpoint response where it's rhyme with silhouette and that wasn't going to happen like a prompt to a charcoal sketch of a raindrop in silhouette and that kind of went you know I have to work on that charcoal sketch of an old ghost there you go hmm. oh no I don't need any self promotion I was listening most of the time. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Thanks. You're very welcome, babe. We'll talk to you soon, honey. Oh, hey, yeah, pay attention to that Tennessee stuff. That's pretty rad, man. Fuck that. I will. Okay, very good. Stay in the life. Week of the year. W N Y L A. All poetry, all Thursday. You're calling. Thank you. Thank you, baby. (laughs) We'll talk to you soon. All right, area code. Our next area code is seven. 701. 701, you are on the air. Hi, Nyla. It's Emily. How are you? Emily, oh my gosh, it has been so long. So, so, so I know. I've been doing this whole life thing and this whole work thing and this whole mom thing. And I'm like, I've been finally been able to get out of the house on a Thursday. (laughs) So here I am. Oh I am gosh. so glad to hear from you. You have no idea. It is really good to hear from you. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to be out and about and on and back with you all again. I did. I did the. Uh, I mean, it was it was super like two minutes ago. But I did the prompt. So <laughs> the dandelion prompt. So I'm ready to go with that one. That's pretty cool. <laughs> ben, hit us, baby. All right, dandelions. They call it a weed, but don't they realize 
weeds throw far and wide and fly on the wind from here to tomorrow following tides of yesterday's fault. Again, she will exhale, Mother Nature, of course, in her regal crone crown. Wisdom will fly from her breast into fields of corn and cow pies, where regret lives to die. End poem. Well, regret, uh, that, that was beautiful. Thank you. That was really, like, super fast. So that one I'm, like, going to definitely expand on. But I have one that I've been working on for a while now. And I don't have a title for it, but do you remember um, the poem Warning by Jenny Joseph? When I am an old woman, I shall wear purple with a red hat that does not match and does not suit me. Yeah. Do you remember that poem? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is, a t- this, this is an untitled poem, basically, on that idea. So I don't have a title for it yet, so I, because warning sounds just, is just perfect for that kind of poem. So I'm going to have to figure out what like, warning, second, or second warning, or, you know, I don't know. So untitled, after Jenny Joseph's warning. When I am an old lady, I will wear a bikini in December near Sydney, showing off my 30-some-odd fading tattoos. And I will visit orangutans for Easter and gorillas on my birthday. The neighbor kids will call me the cat lady on the corner while drinking pink lemonade from red solo cups and reading banned books from the little free library at the end of my driveway. I will think of my offspring and hope I did enough when I had not enough. And... Once in a while, they'll video chat with updates on their lives. When I am an old lady, I will remember the ones who went before me, pets, friends, lovers, so, so many lovers. They taught me how to enjoy my own company. End poem. (laughs) Best closing line ever. I love it. It's so much fun. Yeah, I just I just had I just had my birthday. I turned forty seven on Tuesday and I was and so I'm like, I'm not old yet, but when I am an old lady, I'm gonna be unapologetic about it, darn it. So Yeah. Yeah. It's so that good awesome. to be back. Oh my gosh. I've missed you. I know I can't even tell you. I am very excited. Oh, I'm so glad to be back, and I'm going to really, if I can make sure that I have babysitting coverage every Thursday night, I'm going to be back every Thursday. Why do you have to have babysitter coverage? Well, um, my my 10-year-old has autism, and so mm-hmm. I need to make sure that she has somebody to put her to bed so I can, like, be away from her <laughs> for a couple hours on Thursdays. So, yeah, it's uh it's been it's been a trip the last uh the last several months, but um we got some new some new respite caregivers and they're amazing and they're wonderful and they're lovely and I can't complain. So, it is what it is and we're moving forward, but she just turned 10, I just really turned 47. Good. And I feel good. I really do. It's been it's been a rough winter. Um, 
especially in Fargo, we just had another, I think, 18 inches between Tuesday and Thursday. So it's been crazy. <laughs> We've had 18 inches of it's snow so, in a week. So jealous. Oh, you can have it. I have six foot snowdrifts in my front yard. You can take it. <laughs> <laughs> I will take it. I'll take it all. Everybody send all your snow to me. I'll send you all my decadence okay. and sunshine. Okay, deal. Done. <laughs> all right, Emily, darling. Tell everyone how to find you, honey. All right. On uh, Facebook, I am Emily Zwig. My last name is spelled Z like Victor, I-E-W-E-G. And I also have a website. It's emilyzwig.com. And uh, come find me because I have lots of interesting things happening. So lots of stuff happening over the last year. You always have amazing things going on. All right, sweetheart. I hope you're here next week. And I am just so happy right now. I can't tell you. Uh, Miss you so much and love you. So glad to be back. Thank you, Emily. Oh, this was awesome. That was so awesome to hear from her, you guys. Make sure you go over and check out her page. Miss Emmy. All right, next caller comes from, I think it's Sin. I don't know because his numbers keep changing. We'll see. 573, you are on the air. You know it's sin. I'm like, where did she put me in the dim for something? I got kicked off the, the, the thing and sit into the goo and I'd come back. I don't know. How are you, darling? It is Sinister Spittle. It is indeed. It's so good to hear from you. Hi, sweetie. Hello. Oh, so uh, I haven't done poetry period in like two weeks. I'm written, I'm read, you know, it's kinda like, I don't even paint and really draw right now. But I got some stuff that I'm gonna read you. Um newer stuff written a little while ago. One of them, the first one is uh was written on Clubhouse. My friend Russ Doctor Russ Livingston has a uh, couple things that he does in, on Saturday mornings is the Broken Healer Poets Brigade. And I usually don't make it as little early in my mind and make that, you know, that usually that early. But um, I happened to get under this week, and it was on, um, um, shit, what is it, morning loss. And, and the hand which you know, hey, right at my eye. So I came in and, and talked, and I wrote a piece, and I'm like, you know, I've written so much about this. Let's approach it differently. So this is called Broken Human. It's been a lunar anno rotation that grief marred this umbrella of transition. Have worn seems then majority would dictate how I should behave? Who's crazy? It's my beat and the band's playing fucking double shifts. And trembles, quakes. There was instances my heart sank. Stomach acrobats besieged every two days. These minions engaging sanity, death dawning can eviscerate your soul. But I won't allow. Respecting lineage, legacies live and in me prevail. Blessed passings. And my sideways disassociation with trauma, what I knew true, came to fruition in radiant hues. It's all in the push through. Tattered inflictions can capsize bulkheads, the biggest ships. My madness, a raging ocean. There's no linear depiction. So please, anguish, ravish. I'm not right, but I'll be okay. 
change of wakes. Through fever, night terrors, and disorganized verbiage, I'm coherent. Perception is awakening to embrace transition, silver lining everywhere. I agree to grief at the door. We fought, and we embraced sick of love. Barker breathing and peace. Wow. That was intense, though. Yeah, I know there's a five-minute ride. Sometimes it's like, I'll sit there for three of them trying to figure out what I'm going to do in the two minutes. <laughs> right now, I'm like, I don't, I'm last so I can type this shit because I don't ever read um, All right, next is, is, is you know, um, one of the latest stages in the psychedelic rewiring of Sinister Spittle, and um, it's called Loose Burdens. There's burden in your lost device. It will absolve the frivolous squander. You don't understand. I've kissed the divine and supple aggression, loose, precognitive reason. Love devours insurgencies, idle minds crush, inspired sensations, cackle crescendos on jazzy hi hats under sexy views. I know where the purpose climaxes and gushing and pit recalled. Previously disintegrated. Neon day glow trees, root clarity, nourishing prank gains. This essential and plethora of mothers oozing sublime. Fungal pathways of vibration, recoded assimilation. Purposing flagrant hysteria's tattered seam into the fabric of my becoming. Delivering prophetic rationalizations on where the future is now. Bilaterally infused crimson love rings. Smoke stout principles into the oxidation that allowed this soil to transpire in me. Hippie mojo rise. Countless volumes of brilliant rhetoric driven soft mad and resolution to its fault amongst gang. Whimsical as divinity hushed amongst degenerate clamorings and thoughtless flights. Becoming more grounded is just essentially bliss. <laughs> I'm proverbial death of ancient breath and whisper lost upon Autumn side, brother free. As cerebral functions sprout winged corridors and progressed lights, I am amassing giggles <laughs> that fortify purpose and tangibly absurd. Reason the fleeting aspect of divine hindsight to unwind futile angst. Here, I'm becoming what was lost in the weeping broken melodies. Melancholy dies. Defeat fruition of fluorescent harvests of my driven sublime birth by truth. We only lose what deemed valor and slighted preconceived outcomes, cringing to welcome the glory of line paradigms when you get sight. Upon third eye lying beneath the tree of <laughs> lofty projections, shrouded in a cornucopia of brace and provisions of future's weight. Let not Balance topple my questing latitude or horizons of past all fuckery. Green bright this newly dawned flash of rock sensory deadpans, no longer sequestered by vicious tonality, one would deprecate to. I shuddered the walls, crashing polka dot chaos into the supple fray of passing indecency. Portal of three is where the rebirthing of region roots and destiny. Big low pulsations devour my washed upon dead shores. Excuses <laughs> are below me. I'm flick free haze of deliberate intent. 
purposely backward breeze and his spirit in peace. Yes, you are, and that was incredible. I wrote all your prompts down tonight, and I'm going to tinker with them. Next time I write, that's where I'm going. Is my Irish corner. But really, I need you to, like, every morning when I wake up, tell me, send someone to send. Oh, my God. <laughs> I miss you. I love you. I am Sinister Spittle, S-P-I-T-A-L. Sinister is nothing that's coming. It's ominous, maybe. It's going to change things. Doesn't mean a goddamn movie. <laughs> love you. Have a good night. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Great job tonight. Bye-bye. All right, so our next caller comes from 863. 863, you're on the air. All right, so our next caller comes from... She's going to go, oh, 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 hi, Nyla. 863, you're on the air. Oh, okay. Um, hello. Um, uh-oh. Okay, okay. <laughs> Hello, Nyla. This is Noreen. I turned it down. I'm sorry I didn't give you enough warning. Okay, that's okay. 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 How are you doing, sweetheart? I'm I'm doing really great. Awesome. Okay. And and tonight I have um Gary's poem, um now and forever our love. Okay. I'll never be lonely as long as I can kiss her good night. I'll never be lonely as long as she kisses me good morning. The days of our lives are full of fun, love, and laughter. We talk and play and tease and love each other from morning to night. Most days we work and help each other. We seldom ever fight. If we do, we give our love for each other to make it right. Yes, she has her opinions, and I have mine, the one thing that never changes. I have her love, and she has mine. The end. Oh, I love that so much. Me too. Okay, and the second one of his is called Laws of Life, Erosion Like Me. There is a good time when there's no lid on a good and full trash can. I am a lonesome coyote. I lost my hunting ground. I hunt all through the trash cans. In this town, my mate is nowhere around. She can't find a private hole in the ground. My heart is broken. Someone has taken my hunting ground. I can't live the way I was born. I lost my mate. I might as well be dead. I may roam the rest of my life in the alleys of this town. I may never find for me a hole in the ground. The end. You know... Every time I go out at night to take the trash out or something, there's always coyotes running around. And I live yes. in town, little town, but oh. I still live in town. Mm-hmm. We have them over here, too. Yeah. It's, it, it's from all them building. I don't know about in your area, but around here, they're building so much, making everything bigger, and they're, and they're taking away their homes. Yeah. That is sad. Yep. It is sad. Yes. Very much so. Yes. What of yours are you going to share with us tonight, baby? 
Okay, I have one. I choose to do more than survive. I choose to do more than survive. I choose to be a better woman, a better friend, a better person, a better poet, a better sister, a better aunt, a better child of God. I choose to be more proactive, stand up for what is right, stand up for the truth, and nothing but the truth. Stand up for what I believe in. I choose to do my best to help others more, to be a friend. I choose to be a to be more of an, an activist. I choose to be a better poet, a better writer. I choose to do more poetry. I choose to do more than survive. I choose to live, live to my fullest potential, to be strong, be brave, to be courageous. I strive to be the best of me. Yes, I choose to do more than survive because that is just me. The end. Wow. That was incredible. Well, well, thank you. Okay. We should and, all um, strive to be the Yes. And my um then my second one is a um a haiku. Okay. Um, I don't have a title for it. Okay. Count your blessings for you are still alive and here. Now write a poem. The end. <laughs> Oh, I count my blessings every time I talk to you guys on Thursdays, that's for sure. Well, that was beautiful, yeah. Maureen. Well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate okay. you guys both yeah. so much. Thank you for sharing those, hon. Okay, you're very welcome. And thank you for ha- letting us be here. Okay. And I'm um, letting you. No, I said be- no for letting us be here. I know. I, not, I, I beg you. Like, oh, you say, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And and um you can find um Gary and I at um um on the um our, you can find our books on Amazon dot com and you can find us on um uh oh our our um our website um Gary and Noreen Snyder dot wix dot com front slash poetry and you can find Gary on poetrypoem.com um reverbnation.com um oh, oh facebook.com and you can find me on facebook.com um reverbnation.com the poetry wait uh oh poetry po- poetrypoem.com and you can um Find us on on uh, um, the Poetry Club every Saturday at five o'clock, and you can for doing the Poetry Club Facebook Live, and then um and then I'm um also have have a chat with Poet Noreen, and um the every month, but I'm still waiting on Bob what to, what to do about this month, and I'm I'll let y'all know when, when I find out, and um. Okay, there is something else too. Oh, and you can um oh oh you can find this oh you can find it me on Pokocha, um and the app on your phone um you'll be I'll be on there again tomorrow night at between seven and eight I'm hoping about seven thirty tomorrow night and reading read my poetry and um 
Okay, and and then I'll be playing Jerry's music in that too. And then um, you can also find me on um, uh-oh, uh, ko-fi.com uh, front slash Gary and Noreen. And then you can also find us here every Thursday night. Yes, we can. All right, Noreen, thank you so much. I appreciate okay, you guys. You're very welcome. Okay. And we'll talk to you next week. We'll be here next week. All right. Good night, okay. honey. Okay, good night. Okay. And happy um uh uh porch happy national poetry month. I know, right? I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> okay. All right, sweetheart. I'll okay. talk to you next week. Yes, okay. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 807. 807, you're on the air. Hello. <laughs> How goes? Hello. Hello. How you doing, man? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Been a while. So Robbie, I have baby. Something... Hey, hang, hang on a second before you start. I want to let yep. area code 903 and 585 know that um, you guys will be the last callers tonight. I'm not going to cut you guys back to one poem. We'll still be broadcasting after. Uh, we've got eight minutes left in the show, but we're going to continue broadcasting until we get you both on. So I just want to let you know that. Hi, Robbie. It's been so long. Yes, it has. <laughs> like Doing okay? Just, yeah, yeah. Things are on an upswing, basically. So, yeah, it's, it's the type of thing where you have to go through hell to get to heaven sort of a thing. I've had to slog through to get to that. But uh, but it's mm-hmm. but at least I'm getting there. So a lot of self, I'm focused on self care now and getting the things I need, like uh, a new seat, a new two seater. Like I'm sitting on the one here that's it's all but disintegrated. The springs are going. The right side is all torn up and everything. And I'm gonna be getting that on Saturday. And I've got all all kinds of other little self care things for the home, and that's been my focus. So so yeah. Good. I'm glad. So I, as I was going to say, I have something fresh, hot off the press here. I was talking to Jimmy in chat, and I was saying, well, I wonder, uh, I was wondering what it would sound like if he wrote something that was like a, like a horror, horror or dark based on space. Because there are a lot of inherent horrors in the universe. It's a place of great beauty, but man, you don't want to get caught up in a black hole or, or be fried by a pulsar, or you know. And uh, he says, "Let's do it." And uh, and I was just like, you know what? I I want to. I'm just going to do this shit because <laughs> I've been thinking about it for so long. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to write this poem finally. And uh, uh, so I was listening to the music of Dead Space, and I quickly wrote off. I quickly got off this poem, and it's called In the Dead of Space. So so here you go, Jimmy. I hope you enjoy this. In the dead of space, corpses of dark stars wander throughout the void, consuming all that come into their wake. Time stretches out to an awful infinity as every tick and talk drags out into eternity, Awful reams of radiation leaking out into the black of nothingness. As bright orbs of light, full of light, they tumble into the horizon, that awful horizon, past which no event is seen. 
varied and many are the horrors of the universe. Nature itself giving birth to phenomena as of boundless energy, orbs of magnetic power so powerful that beings thousands of light years away aren't safe. Pulsing lighthouses blink with mind-numbing rapidity, blinding the human mind's capacity to reason. As ejecta jet out from dying stars, blasting cradles of life into so much dust, the hope of civilization gone forevermore in that region of space. Zombie-like stars wander the galactic causeways, stripping other orbs of their potential light. And in that same turn of such savage activity, stars strips, strip planets bare of their very essence, leaving nothing but bare rock for mortal eyes to witness. No beauty shall be seen here. I have contemplated on these wonders of the universe, but in doing so, I have seen all these things too that bring forth the prim- primal fear. For in the end, entropy wins out, the universe ultimately becoming a black void of wandering black holes, desperately searching for one last morsel of matter to consume. And there we go, in the dead of space. <laughs> that was wicked. That I like very, being very good on that. <laughs> I don't show that side often, but, you know, every once, especially during Halloween, I like to, but I uh, I do like unleashing my darker fare every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was incredible. Are you going to read two tonight? Uh, no, I just have that one. <laughs> okay. Well, tell everyone how they can come love on you so they can read more then. Uh, I can be found at Robbie's Multimedia Poetry on uh, Facebook. And uh, you'll see all my links there, and I'm going to continue. Oh, awesome. Jimmy says he loves it. Uh, I'm going to be continuing my little project of uh, finding, going through archives, like with the word beat and everything. Uh, uh, that I, I feel like I found all those files, so I'm going to be looking for any of Gary's poems. I think I, think I had some other speakeasies out there that, I've, that I have saved up in that. But yeah, it was quite a shock when I found that DVD and I was like, oh my God, I've got a word beat, or not a word beat, uh, I should, a reverse. I've got a reverse saved on here. Holy, holy geez. And I looked through it and it was Noreen's, when I listened to it, it was Noreen's very first call-in on one of the recordings that I saved. So how's that for, uh, how's that for some a little bit of history, eh? <laughs> I think that that's mind-boggling. <laughs> All in a forgotten DVD. <laughs> a, re- a rewritable DVD. That's how old it was. <laughs> Do you, does everybody out there remember rewritable DVDs? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think... I've never even heard of that technology. I'm so far behind. <laughs> but, yeah. So yeah, I'll continue that little project, and uh, hopefully I'll I'll uh, I'll find a, a couple things. And if I do, I'm going to be sending them off uh, to Noreen there with a uh, thing called We Transfer. There's that in Dropbox, and you can like you know share bigger files with people. You just 
they send you the link and and that. So, anyways, yep. Facebook, Robbie's Multimedia Poetry. There, that's where it can be found. Roaming the causeways, looking for matter to consume. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Nyla's stunned into silence. She doesn't even know what to say. <laughs> Oh, God. I'm just thinking about those archived shows. If you have any of those shows, by the way, just totally jumping in there, but if you have any of those shows with Gary on it, or Gary's yeah. reading, can yeah, you let Noreen know? Yeah, that's what she wants for the most. <laughs> cool. That would mean yeah, a whole it'll bunch of things. It'll take a while to, to skim, to find shows and to skim, or to go through them, but yeah. Definitely going to be, uh, that's going to be my project, so. Cool. All right, baby. I'm so glad you were able to call in. It's been too long. <laughs> so, uh, have a good night, and uh, have fun, rest of the poets that are going to be on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, baby. We'll talk to you, you a little bit, Robbie. Yeah. Love you, honey. Bye-bye. Okay, we've got, we've got, we have 903, yep, Eric next. Eric. Hello, Nyla, this is Eric telling the word. Rawr! Rawr! I haven't forgotten you. How are you, baby? How's your week? I'm doing all right. Oh, sorry. Didn't want to interrupt it. Yeah, I'm doing all right. It's a long work week. I just got home. Uh, I called in several times, but uh, my dad was reading the news aloud to everybody in the truck, and then I was just like, well, I'll just wait until I get back. So then I had to grab my stuff, my suitcase, and drive to the camper and then put my stuff in the camper. So, And I thought I had press one earlier. Apparently not, <laughs> but that's fine. But yeah, other than that, I'm doing all right. Another day. Uh, so. Here we go. I got your uh, your speakeasy word prompt contest merged all together, and I had not. Uh, I I didn't title. I didn't title it. I just put it speakeasy prompt. So. Writing Cafe Writing Contest by Nyla Alicia. Uh, putting these together in a poem and add your own verses into them as well. So, alrighty. Absolutely not. I will not lower my voice, speaking diaphragmically. Born to dance with fires, flickered flames, waters, rhythms, spontaneous flow. Whispering stones share hidden truths and moans, groans, tones, histories lived through. No idea what or who I am, nor when did mankind I begin. Old songs are waking, taking, making, shaking to through my bones, souls, my soul, sorry, to through my bones, soul, and core, smelling tangerine, gleaning, cleaning, meaning, 
scene. Compelling spelling. Can you hear them chant in the dark loudly, proudly, to their darknesses prince? Moon struck with music, madness, playing instruments while freestyling songs, weeping, reaping, tangled vines that grow grafting, shifting taste. As lovers unite, the stars begin to burn and churn, cheering them on. Some people seems like they have mouths but no ears and speaking, not hearing. Different children misunderstood by their mothers, but still loved by them. Sing to me their great song of the forgotten heroes and heroines' journey. Calm my hunger by buying, cooking, grilling, and consuming this food. That's in peace. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Nyla. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. You can do two? I can, yeah. Just give me one second. Pop that other one. So I actually wrote this one today. Uh, that's really short, too. So, so. All right, then. Okay, here we go. All righty. So, all right, this is untitled as well. Uh, spontaneously and systematically sifting through Madness, gladness, sadness, badness. That's in peace. And I'm probably still going to work on that some more later. So This is one of my new ones. I'm still working on my uh, holiday analysis uh, poems that I've been reading on the show. I have 24 now, I think. And uh, getting up, I think I'm getting up to 60 if I calculated, if I counted right. So, but... I'm going to get all those done, so I'm trying to focus on that as well. So, But once I have that done, then I can get back in bogeyman and bogey women, and then I can get that situated. I wanted to do my horrific alphabet and see if I could find me a little illustrator and get that illustrated too. So, But, uh, yeah, that's what I got tonight. Thanks for having me. Uh, have a great weekend. Uh Mary, Mary, whatever you believe in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like that? That's yeah, politically correct, man. Very yeah. happy all the things. <laughs> That's right. Happy, happy, whatever. That's right. That's a, it's not offensive. It's not an insult. Because everybody celebrates well, a different holiday every day. Just got your name into the drawing for those poems, by the way, just so you know. Awesome. Thank you. Also got that. Yeah. I know you already commented back too. I got it underneath your prompt uh, picture of your 14 mm-hmm. prompts, and I got it on my page, and I got it on my like page as well. So, but thank you so much. I appreciate it, and I'll try to hit up the next prompt when I can, and maybe I can do some more merging because uh, it always helps me to get out of my comfort zone. Because yeah, I'm <laughs> very diverse and authentic, but there's there's still a niche and cliche to some extent it just depends but i am evolving as as a writer and a poet though so that's a that's a good thing and evolution is gradual just like it is in nature so but it has been a long process and a good journey so evolving until i die of course as we all do 
Well, thanks so much, Nyla, mm-hmm. for having me. This is Eric Shellman, the Word Monster. You can find me on All Poetry. It's the Word Monster. You can find me on Poetizer, Eric Shellman, the Word Monster. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Eric Shellman, the Word Monster. You can find me on Facebook, Eric Shellman, the Word Monster. And then my like page is the same name, Eric Shellman, the Word Monster. Um, you can find me on Spill Words as well. And uh, you can also find me on Raven Cage, Zine. That's the E Zine. Uh, Jerry Lang got me into uh, several times. He's a phenomenal writer as well. Um, but he, he's, I think he's up to like 81 episodes or 81 uh, issues now. But I have poems published there too. Um, I think that's it for now. So, well, thanks again. And have a great weekend ahead, and have a great week ahead. So I'll be extremely busy, uh, and I was out of town. I'll be out of town again on Tuesday. So my uh, parents are religious, to say the least. <laughs> so uh, they will have, well, I will be working tomorrow, at least half of it. Uh, my dad has dark appointment, I believe. But tomorrow is Good Friday for people that 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 uh follow christianity but anyway so uh i will be having easter celebration of my brothers and then probably working locally on monday but then going back to where i was on tuesday so hopefully finishing up so i I got to power wash uh building and power wash yeah i could I gotta save up the yeah, money to then, do it. Then you can help me work on my yard and do all my my little honeydew projects for me. There you go. Yeah, that's actually yeah. I could be your slave. I think that's a whole different kind of poem, honey. <laughs> I didn't mean the bad slave. I was saying that <laughs> I could be I could be your honeydew man. Like my dad, like my dad says, he has. Uh, you have to, you have to write a poem called "I can I or I can be your honeydew man." You have to write a poem about okay. that. Yeah, I will. Yeah, my That's mom so actually, so my dad actually had the. Uh, yeah, it is funny. I'll have to write that. Yeah, I'll write that for next week. That's so, funny. I can be your honeydew man. As well as that. Yeah, blue stuff. <laughs> Something like that. But anyways, my uh, my dad tells me that I do that for him because he's not able to anymore do most of the things my mom wants him to do. So, but uh, anyway, she usually has like a mile long list of everything to do. So, I can feel I can feel that. But that's fine. Yeah, I'll get that written down, and I'll look at your prompts as well. I'm not on Facebook every day, especially with me traveling. Uh, out of town lately so but i will try uh i'm mainly just checking my facebook on my phone at on at my camper um i did finally write my password and my logins down so that's a good thing (laughs) good job (laughs) yes thank you but all right well i'll get that uh uh poem written down thanks for the prompt and uh yeah, we can see we can see what happens. I have to save up the money. I uh, got some people I want to see as well uh, one day. So, but yeah, it would be cool. 
even if I came to visit, maybe. So. But, you don't really uh, yeah, have, have to. Have you come visit. It doesn't have to be my honeydew man. I was just teasing you. If you do. Yeah. No, but I like, got. Yeah, I got it. It's I all good. It's all good. No, it's all good. I'm not mad about it. It is funny though. Too funny. <laughs> All right, hon. Love you so much. Love you too, Nyla. Have a great night. Thanks for everything you do for us. And everybody that I heard was great. And, of course, I'm sure everybody that before, I haven't been on the show all, the the whole show, because I've been on the road most of the time, coming back. So, but, uh, yeah, everyone was great. And I'll be listening to the callback. I'll be listening to the recording probably tomorrow, if not on Saturday, and I'll get that poem written, and I'll send it to you, too. All right, baby. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Bye. And I'll keep it with you. Bye. All right. Let's grab Mr. Doug Curry. (laughs) Hey, baby. Hey, sweetie. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Yeah. Hey, I, I, well, I look forward to getting the. I, you know, you sent out the invitations to to everyone who comes here on Thursday, and I get. I really look forward to getting them because that's that's the cutest picture of you that I've ever seen. <laughs> it comes with your, with your. Um, it's just a cute little blondie picture. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You know, which one well, I mean. Well, thank you, dear. With, with rosy cheeks and, you know. My little uh, cheeks. Yeah. Well, see, I wouldn't put it that way, but I guess that if that makes you know what I mean, then okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. I, I, like, I like receiving myself in, in secure. <laughs> so um, I don't know if I did this before because I've been missing for a couple of weeks and I don't know yeah I think well anyway I got these two things I cannot wait to hear them my dear one is a jazz poem, which I may or may not have done, but it, I don't care if I did. And it's a jazz poem. It goes like this. There I go, there I go, there I go. Spooning in the cellar, getting my solid kicks off this sneaky peak. Blowing puffs of gauge and ill wind and stormy weather on a starlit Harlem rooftop. Stardust nocturne. I'm in the mood for love. Duke, Basie, Lester, Billy and them, water blowing scrapple for the apple. Cool like bird and dizzy. It's reek, solid kicks, killing jive. I'm in the mood for jazz. Miles, baby, I hear you. Jane, it's a love supreme. It's an homage to the jazz people. I love it. Just an homage um, to the good jazz people and their language, particularly. I love jazz. Yeah. Well, yeah. me too. At four, I, I, 
I think the more you mature, the more you can love jazz. Um, <clears throat> earlier in life, it can be more blues because blues is kind of simpler and kind of more physical. It's got that, you know, two and four beat, boom, boom. And so it ta- it grabs you, you know. It doesn't, you don't have to apply much of your thought or anything to it. Jazz mm-hmm. is a whole more stereo thing. Blues is like get on the get on the floor and bump. You can do that. Yeah, the whole smoother. Yeah. Yes. So I had written this poem, and I don't know. I don't expect you to remember. I had written a poem called "A Man I Really Used to Know," and it was about a, a about a superintendent in a building who had grown up with someone who became really famous, and he kind of gave me the underside seriously about this person. I don't know if I had done that here. But um, so when I wrote that, it was an entry in a contest on all poetry. It Mm -hmm. got me to the next round of the contest. So I will skip the poem that got me to the next round, and I'll go through what I wrote for the next round. Now, you know, again, poetry for me is always a study in language, and a study in language doesn't mean necessary, necessarily a variety of words, but just word usage, even if it's the same word. For example, the title of this is Talking Shoes. So that could be Talking Shoes or Talking Shoes, like we're talking about shoes, or these are two shoes that talk can be either one. Talking shoes. Remember we stopped, stopped down to Kansas City? Yeah, kicking ass till we both were shitty. And Elvis had old suede cousin Blue. Stole, car, stole from Carl Perkins and his song, too. Old broad shoulder Brogan Joe. He had cats put on his heel and toe. Mr. Sam put him on at the cat's paw shop. Sound like a horse, clip-clop, clip-clop. And them high-stitched grades from Stacey Adams, the players, musicians, even Count Basie Adams, those gators and snakes from the swamps down south are for smooth-talking players, never land in their mouth. Remember Speedo, the little shoeshine boy? Man, what a touch. Mm-hmm, it was pure joy to see my reflection by just looking at you, and you could see yours in me, too. So many of us, the world is known, molded, lasted, and finally sown for every use and occupation, from to tame a horse just to defend, <clears throat> for every use and occupation, to tame a horse, defend a nation. You look a little worse. You look a little worse for wear. Lean to one side, bottom most bare. And me, yeah, I got a scratch in the scuff. For an old pair, old pair of shoes, times can be rough. This closet floor is sure dark and dusty, and these funky clothes are kind of musty. The best spots go to the newer and sleeker, a pair of red bottoms and Air Jordan sneaker. But they can't beat us when it comes to prancing, doing the boogaloo, salsa, and dirty dancing. The world of the weight of the world we bear with no fuss ain't nothing like some boss kicks like us. End poem. <laughs> That was incredible. 
It was fun to write because the thing about it, as you get into it, it's like, damn, there's so much of culture that goes into shoes. I mean, so for people who won't know, and I, and I say won't know because they're probably never around for it, there's a line in here about the guy having taps, about having putting taps on you. Well, first of all, when you got a new pair of shoes, you put taps on the toe and the heel so that that would have to wear away before the leather of the shoe started to wear away. It was a protective device. Mm-hmm. And, and and incidentally, it was cool because it made noise when you walked, right? <laughs> um, yeah. But there, was, there were franchises of shoe repair shops, and they were called Catpaw. They had their own logo, and you would see them from one neighborhood to the other. And and they were they were they were competitors too that had their own logo. Um, so there was things to like. I mean, you know the the, the shoe shine boy that was something that you don't have anymore. Um, the uh, the things that shoes are used for, and where it says for every use and occupation, to tame a horse or cowboy boots, defend the name. Oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, what do we used to call them? Uh, combat boots? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so they're, they're, they're just so, the more you get into it, there's so much of our life that's about shoes. I mean, you know, we could get into a whole discussion about Listen, when it went from. You're talking my love language here because I have such a shoe fetish. It's not funny. I mean, when, when I, 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 someday when I die and the kids clean out my closet and they take the clothes off the hanger, they're going to realize that I have shoe racks nailed to the walls behind my clothes um, that where all my shoes are like, I've got little shoe stashes. I've got shoes, yeah. shoes and stockings for a woman. You know how a man uses a tie to accessorize? Shoes and yeah. stockings are the way a woman can do that. I mean, I can wear a business suit and wear stiletto heels and still look business-like, but, you know, th- those shoes are my tie. Men can get flashy. Yeah. You know, I like shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I love your Shoes bones. can be the one, thing, the one thing that, you know, like you can have on 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 uh, on a black skirt and a black uh, jacket and a white, a white blouse with a black tie that ladies wear and a pair of red shoes. Red high heels, yep, exactly. Yeah. I've got shoes that are just lingerie. I mean, that's bad. Yeah. That's that's borderline. I probably need a twelve-step program. <laughs> Do you think <laughs> shoes as lingerie? I can dig it. <laughs> no, just shoes. The shoes are the lingerie. Well, uh, yeah, I heard you the first time. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, they're, 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 they don't need a, the shoes. Don't need accessories. It's not just that I heard you. I saw you. Okay. <laughs> I'm pulling the drapes. Right now, I'm wearing a pair of really thick, fuzzy socks. Not nothing to look at. My toes are so comfy. I can't even tell you. Hmm. There you go. That, that could be the start of something big. Being comfortable is the whole key of everything. <laughs> mhm. Exactly. Fantastic reads tonight, honey. Thank you so much. Can't even tell you how beautiful and happy they made me. Yeah, it's, I'm glad to be here. I just finished uh, doing the recording I needed to do. That's why I got here so late. And uh, But I'm glad I got that out of the way and still was able to get on. So, 
again, my name is Douglas Curry. We're getting busy again. I got rehearsing two shows and already booked up for two shows after that. We got shows that that are coming through um, end of May and beginning of June. And then we already got booked for two shows in August. So that kind of keeps going Are any of these online that can be watched or little clippets or snippets or or film it to be little teenies or something? I think quite possibly. I'm going to see if I can if I can find that out for sure. Send it over to you. You are awesome, my sweetheart. Thank you. I'm having a great time. So my name is Douglas Curry. That's where I can be found on Facebook. I don't do a lot, a whole lot there. Where I do poetry is on allpoetry.com. You can look for me under the name of Manchild, M-A-N-C-H-I-L-L-D, 99. And, uh, I get here every Thursday that I'm able. So thank you for and being here. And I love here. it when you do. Well, I'm, I'm I'll be here next week if I can if I can. Every time I can, I'm here. Okay. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You have no idea. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks everyone for the, for the good work, and uh, we'll be back next time. All right. All right, our last caller for the evening. I don't know what's happened to her line, but she said she's been holding forever. I feel bad, but let's get her on so we can share her. Hello, Starlin. Good evening. Hi, sweetie. How are you? I am fabulous. I don't know what happened either because I've been here like two minutes after the you know, your show started. It was really weird. But here I am, nonetheless. Um, the best uh, you saved for last. There you have it. The best, I was just going to say that. I saved the best for last. The mic is yours, my love. Um, so talking about your prompts and all, um, I didn't do the simple one this time. I embedded them into a poem. So it's like a full poem. Um, this is called Feeling Like a Lost Child. The world's spinning so fast, a dance all around the mulberry bush. Seven up bottles swirling where it stops, nobody knows. Kiss me now, kiss me later. Go tell the neighbor, hide and go seek. Will I be able to, will I be able to be found? Ah, I'm sorry, it is brand new. Hide and go seek. Will I be able to find you in the morning light? Moonlight romance or socket to me robot. Just abuse by another name. Sunrise with an empty house. Sun shining brightly with hope glittering across the frontal lobe. Coke bottle spins. Stop designs the next game. 
jumping, hopping, swaying, popping, dancing, hugging, and kissing. Bicycle ride across a rainbow into a new dimension. Music playing the song of the day. As shadows friended their fires. Darkness made of butterflies. Shadows of the elders as the cards are dealt. Magical creatures scattering as the dominoes fall. Little dolls can only stare just beyond the window. Picnic in the park. Delicious morsels consumed joyfully. Museum tours of grapes as dandelions and swaying in the wind. Rain beginning, rain begins misting. Slowly, the water begins hitting harder and faster, falling down upon the sidewalk as the bullets begin beating. <sighs> falling down upon the sidewalk as the bullies Begin beating and kicking, crying for help, assistance, carving myself out of what's left beyond. Sleep be your flowering tree. Yet people ignore, blind to the truth and deaf to the reality. Left all alone, only the Holy Trinity there to comfort. Lightning crackling overhead as thunder roars, hardly able to move, pain searing your limbs. Screaming is muffled by the storm. Movement is frozen by the wind. Abandoned by humanity, a lost child without love or compassion. The tortured heart is broken. The body mangled and twisted, the mind trying to comprehend and escape. What the bones know, something born to perish. Fluidity as the rising mud begins to swirl, broken and drowning. Water music is how poetry is made. Where are the heroes? Where are the knights? Where is love? Will freedom and hope ever appear? How can cold-hearted and cruel-minded reign? Feeling like a lost child, when will the sun shine again? How long before the melody of birds resonates? When will reinforcements come racing in to save the lost? How long before a broken heart heals? Just wondering when love will come to fruition. What time will what time will what has been lost be restored? Only time and the Holy Trinity knows the exact answers of when the treasure chest shall be delivered to the kingdom. Time goes tick-tock across space and time, awaiting the joyous proclamation that the king has finally arrived. 
slaying the dragons, capturing the strongholds of the enemy. He then shall scoop up his queen, removing her out of the mud, riding bravely into his castle. The sun shines across the chapel as he presents a diamond to a diamond. The poetical queen's long wait has finally ended with the storybook ending. Never to be a lost child again, but a joyful queen in her king's palace. Romance, smooth jazz, candlelight, two hearts beating as one. I so long for these to come back into my life. This has been a letter to my mother. Life has been so hard since your death. I wrote all this to explain my life during these difficult times. I just want to return to a time when I could say, I love myself when I am laughing. Love has finally arrived. We shall literally live happily ever after. Musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen and Peace. I love that. That was beautiful, honey. All the prompts in there. I don't I know. know I noticed that. Them all up. <laughs> I am. Oh. I know. I'm sorry. I'm... I've been really very choppy the last several weeks, but there you have it. Nope. I was just saying, I am, while as we are speaking, I am writing your name on the entries. <laughs> like 500 times. Because I've been doing them every week now. Uh, But, you know, when you tag, it goes into your inbox instead of on your page now. You can't tag. This is a whole new, this is a whole new drawing. This just started last week. So you write to the prompts and then you get in the drawing. So this is a whole new one, but you can't tag me. It has to be posted right onto my page. Oh, okay. So you have to go over there and and paste Mm -hmm. it on. Yeah, or you can, there's a. The link is up for the um, for the prompts this week. I'm posting it right now, so you can go over and you could actually post it underneath the prompts if you wanted. Okay, but you know I'm pulling them late. <laughs> the prompts I'm pulling is the ones you you already you know that you have the little picture of that you put on your page. Apparently, that's several weeks after the actual. Um, prompt. I know, but, but I'm, put, yeah. I'm putting them on. This, I'm putting the. I'm putting on the current ones right now. Oh, okay. Oh, so cool. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, there you have it. Yeah. Okay, so there's probably nobody left that is listening, but um, you, <laughs> you can find me. Honey, on, like 10%, uh, only about ten percent of our listeners come from the live show. We have thousands and thousands in the archives. Wow, really? So That's too that cool. Listen to, okay. That listen to the archives, yeah. Because not everybody can be sitting in front of the computer at this time every single week. So they, yeah. The, the, yeah, the live show only brings in about 10% of the listeners. The podcast wow. is what gets gets them. They listen to it when they want. Nice. But, yeah. Okay, so you can find me on 
Facebook under Emilia T. Davis, uh, E-M-I-L-I-A-T-D-A-V-I-S, also known as Poetical Angel Queen. And I'm on uh, every social media site under Amelia T. Davis or Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetic Angel Queen. And you can find me here every Thursday night with Nyla. And there you have it. Yeah, because, you know, like I go to a doctor appointment and my insurance provides ride service to and from medical facilities. So chit-chatting with the driver and say, you know, hey, I do poetry and try to get them involved and like, yeah, you know, we have this live show turns into a podcast and their ears, you know, um, get tickled a bit with uh, some (laughs) of my poetry. Yeah, uh, a live on-the-spot reading for the drivers, but it does it has hooked some into listening so you know i do my part as best as i can well thank you nyla and i I really do appreciate everything you do for us you help us in so many ways provide this wonderful platform for us to do our thing and for me um i couldn't do my poetry if it wasn't for the online radio because i can't you know, get out and about because I don't know how to drive. So, and the rides are only provided for medical. So uh, they're not going to send me to a poetry event. Have you never driven, Amelia? No. No, never. And here in Houston, you know, they look at me like I dropped out of a spaceship um, but well, Houston, you know, back I can understand up. that. I used to live in Houston, and it's horrible there, driving. Actually, some of the most polite drivers I've ever been around in my whole life were in Houston. I lived over on Highway 5 off by Bear Creek. But the, um, I mean, they would stop. They would let you in. or they, I mean, they would let you in. They let you change lanes. You know, they. but once you got out there, you better go like hell. You know, they were How nice long? enough letting you get where you needed to go, but then, you know, go or get run over. How, how long ago was that? Because they're not like that anymore. <laughs> they're, cr- um, they're really it's been crazy. a while. Okay, so you, uh, I would think you, because it's a major street here, you know where Westheimer is? Or mm-hmm. sort of, kind of, or the Galleria? Yeah. The mall? Okay. Yeah, right. Because that's a major, yeah. that major street that the Galleria sits on is Westheimer. So I used to have to cross that street with my cane and they scream obscenities to me as they were uh, attempting to run me over. So, um, yeah, politeness is no longer part of the uh, driver's entourage here in <laughs> yeah uh politeness does not sit in their car any longer um but yeah um anyway so back home as 
you know, where I'm originally from, uh, public transportation is amazing, and it's the reverse. It's very uh, expensive and difficult to have a private car and drive around, where here um, that's the way to get around is by a private car, and public transportation is horrible. So, yeah, but... um, I don't know. Maybe because the angulation onto the streets, but no, they are real crazy. And I don't drive, but I'm talking about like I'm in the passenger seat and I can see what is going on, you know, and it's it's wild. It really is. So um, with that said, no, I have never driven and um, I would love to. That would be the, and I've thought about it a couple of times, and I really start to tear up um, to be able to take the key and put it into a ignition and start the motor and take off wherever I would want to go to would be so amazing for me to do that. And so, unfortunately, yeah, it's uh, out of my pay for uh, driving school. And um, they, because private transportation is the uh, way to get around, there's dealerships you could find that work with poor people, bad credit, um, get some kind of car. So that wouldn't be really probably that difficult what what is the issue is paying to go to driving school so um anyway maybe one day Santa will stick it in my uh stocking for christmas and i'll be off and running but yeah that would be an amazing event absolutely so <coughs> thank you nyla uh, thank, thank you, you for letting nyla. me ramble on a bit <laughs> so absolutely, uh, I can take a drink. Sorry about that. Absolutely, my pleasure, sweetheart. You did a great job, hon. Ah, uh, I appreciate it. So I'll I'll pay you, but I'll stick it on your um your page as well, and I'll pull the other um, prompts too. So I appreciate everything. Okay. Perfect. All right. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much, hon. You did a great job. Tell everyone how to find you again. It's Emilia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, E-M-I-L-I-A-T-D-A-V-I-S. And you can find me on all social media under either just Amelia T. Davis or Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen. Oh, and I do, and other people have been saying about their groups, um, I do have a poetry group, and it's called Poets for the Power of the People. And I have a like page, which is called Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen. And the poetry group is, once again, Poets for the power of the people. Good night, Nyla. Much love. Good night, sweetheart. You did a great job. Appreciate you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. You're welcome.
All right, everyone, you've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ego. I want to thank all of you for being here tonight. It was a fantastic show, amazing time spent, and I am blessed to be here with all of you, so thank you for that. I'm going to close the show with a piece by Debbie Kelly because I've been thinking about her a lot lately. It is called Slamming Down on My City. It was the second poem she ever read on the Speakeasy Cafe, and a lot of you know that there would be no Speakeasy Cafe without Debbie. You helped me get everything rolling in the very beginning, and I just had to appreciate her so much. So here's Debbie Kelly from and down in my city. We will see you next week, everybody. Thank you. Good night. Hi, Debbie. Hi. I'm so excited that you called in. Why are you so excited? Because I know what you're going to read tonight. Oh, God. And, and you sit right in here with these boys. No, 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 so, no, I don't, no, I don't, no, just, uh, don't. this is my silly girl coming up here to the stage to take the mic and slam one down for you boys. <laughs> All right, now, okay, now I really fun. am nervous. <laughs> Thanks, Oh, no, you're not, baby girl, you'll be fine. <laughs> okay. I am proud of this poem. I love this poem that you wrote. Well, thank you, sweetie. You're welcome. This is called Slamming Down on My City. Says my city is bleeding, needing, dying, babies crying as bullets go flying past my windowsill. Do you think the violence ever will stop hating, blazing, skating through our lives? Wake up, city of brotherly love. Do you need a shelf, a hit? Don't spit on my streets. Liberty Bell is going through hell, dwelling, yelling, thrown from pain. Stand up and be heard against the germ, the virus. Infecting our city, this plague's not pretty. Love your neighbor as yourselves. Put your guns up on the shelf. Take pride within yourselves and help us live again. The end. <laughs> I can't breathe. The whole time I was reading that, I was like... <sighs> <laughs> I just thought you were trying to be sultry, you know, like this. <laughs> no, I'm actually trying to breathe. <laughs> oh, God. That was great.